Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello there. Tonight's episode of Ready to Unload with Cal and Sam Pete, New York Sports Talk Podcast, is brought to you by Dummy, a new web series on YouTube.com. Dummy is, uh, I don't know what happened there. Dummy is uh, written and directed and stars our buddy Joe Dallow. Uh, go check it out. It's a new, innovative, fresh web series. There are two episodes in. Uh, it also stars Izzy Diaz. I've watched the first two episodes. They're very funny. Joe's very talented. We're all very proud. It's a lot of varies. Um, no, seriously, it's the story of Sammy and Donnie. One is a dummy, uh, as in a ventriloquist prop. The other one is not, but maybe they both are. I don't know. Go check it out. See what these kids are up to. Uh, YouTube.com, again, just type in Dummy the Web Series in the old search bar and uh, subscribe to the channel. Episode 3 is coming out very soon. Okay, time for Ready to Unload with Cal and Sam Pete, New York Sports Talk Nice, episode number 2, freaking 100. This is Mark Grace, and you're listening to Ready to Unload with Cal and Sam Pete. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) We're tonight's entertainment. Take me! To the volcano! It's really called this. You have to ask for the vinegar with the mother in it. Oh, come on. Quick I need, no. Seriously. Maybe Bed Bath & Beyond, I don't know. I don't know if we'll have enough time. But uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> Tonight's episode of Ready to Unload with Cal and Sam Pete is sponsored by Blue Haven NYC in Greenwich Village, New York City's sports bar for grown-ups. Go to www.bluehavennyc.com for details. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're tonight's entertainment. Let me explain. No, there is too much. Let me sum up. Johnny and the mothers are playing something at the Savoy in Vermont tonight. Grandma's going to kill my brother at the Savoy Theater tonight. I didn't say that. No, but I know this grapevine. Why would I put it there? Kindness? 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 You stole it! He stole it! We have top men working on it right now. Who? Top men. Man. <laughs> We're tonight's entertainment. Hold the phone. Hey, brother. Just a bit outside. Just got to stop, man. We keep having the same conversation.
Hello there, and welcome to Ready to Unload with Cal and Sam Pete, New York Sports Talk Podcast, episode number 200. 200, that's right. Two bills, 200 pounds, 200 episodes, 200 times we have done this. Maybe more. We'll get to that. The counting may be off. Uh, hi, welcome to the program. Those were all our opens uh, over the 200 episodes, uh, including our little promo by Mark Grace. I actually got Mark Grace to say into a microphone, into an iPhone to be more specific. Uh, you're listening to Ready to Unload with Callan San Pete. He said my name wrong. That's fine. I'll never see Mark Grace again. No one will ever see Mark Grace again. Welcome to the program. Um, coming to you live from uh, Comac, New York, Bayside, New York, and Freehold, New Jersey. It's time for Ready to Unload with Callan San Pete talking New York sports. Nice for the 200th time over the last almost five years. Um, it's going to be. I'm San Pete. I am the San Pete portion of the equation. That's not right. Um, it's my understanding there'd be no math. Um, and of course, now that we're seven minutes into the program, I might as well bring in the co-host. Cal. The program uh, for these, yay, these 200 Cal. times. It's funny. We've only done one episode where Cal did not co-host. Um, and we'll see. We'll see if he recalls that a little later. Here he is, uh, the co-host of this podcast. The long, flowing robes. Splendid, really. The yin to my yang, the cow to my pino. Not sure what that means. Mr. Brian, Cal Neva, like the casino. Calcino, like the pepper. Caliente, because he's hot. Brian Calvi, hi, Bri. Steven? So formal? Well, I, I believe this calls for formality. <laughs> yes. This is the night for it. You're looking well. Thank you. You've cleaned up nice. I the feel episode. Uh, you're looking austere. I don't know if you can see. I've got, uh, I'm wearing glasses and the two eyes are the zeros in the 200. Like they wear on New Year's Eve. Right. You took the, the, two, the year 2000 glasses. I, I just snapped off the four. You just cut off the four. I'm not going to need that one anymore. Right. Uh, I think you look great. I think that combination with the houndstooth uh, tuxedo, which is a gutsy call. I pull out all the stops tonight. It's it, Look, this is crazy. This is the 200th time. Now, there's some dispute about that. Is 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 it a, is Elias disputing it? <laughs> it is. It is being disputed by Elias. I was in Guinness. The, uh, Guinness has no problem with us. <laughs> they don't know who we are. Yeah, they, they've never heard of the organization. I was in the um, the RTU file room. In the vault. Yeah, I was. I went into the RTU vault. Did you remember to give the key back to the intern? I did not give the key back to the intern. Oh. We are screwed. Anybody can get in now. Anybody can get in there. Security is not tight. No. Um, and it and, and I'm going to play a clip in a couple of minutes from our first... <laughs> it's a clip show. <laughs> it's our first blog talk radio episode, which was from August of 2010. But we started the show in December of 2009. 
That's and, right. And you'll hear in this clip that I say this is episode number 35. Well, do we need to listen to the clip anymore now that you've revealed what's well, in it? The, the clip is very funny. Oh, okay. We're going to be joined by some uh, some guests tonight, Bri. Oh, how nice. We are. We're going to have some, some folks call in that have been on the show, um, that have been on the podcast, that are, are uh, friends of ours, have appeared <laughs> numerous times. They haven't uh, taped uh, congratulatory messages for actually, us? Actually, Joe Cap taped a... Uh, <laughs> Joe Caparoso from com. Actually, we're going to play a little something from him. How about uh, uh, he was not available tonight? <laughs> Congratulations, Talents and Pete, on 200 episodes. And then they turn over the tiles on <laughs> Price is Right. Uh, I'd like to solve the puzzle, Pat. Ready to unload with Cal and San Pete. <laughs> um, we're, we're very big in pop culture. Yes. That's, Speaking that's, of which, that's what Trebek did. Trebek did, did a. Uh, that was his that was his little taped uh, spiel for our 200 episode. He did a uh, this podcast started in 2009 by two guys in their basement because they were sick of listening to WFAN. What is ready to unload with Callan Sandpeat? That's correct. We'll go to commercial break right after this. Actually, it'd be great if they got it wrong. Like the person got it wrong in this right. video tribute. I what is I do do do. Like no Evan, nobody's heard of it. Bam, bam, bam. Sorry, we were looking for ready to unload with Cal and Sam Pete there. We uh, we have uh, stood the test of time. Speaking of pop culture, you're absolutely right. We should bring in that was the other uh, crazy discovery today, Bry. What's that? Was how long this guy has been a part of the program? Well, we're gonna we're gonna play RTU trivia throughout the night, so we're we gonna are. throw. Now, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, we're going to throw tidbits out throughout the night. And you call in if you, if you know the answer, and maybe you win a prize. Half, a, half an egg sandwich? <laughs> That's all gone. That's, is that the contest tonight? For those of you who are wondering what we're talking about, go listen to RT number 199, which <laughs> uh, was last week's fun load, which hilarity ensued. Um, here he is. He, he has theme music now and everything. Whoa. What what is this? Make that louder. Magic man? What is this? This is my new detective theme. <laughs> yeah, it is. Did Steve Howe come in and do this for you? <laughs> this shot of me holding a flashlight. <laughs> Looking for clues. And then it freezes right? and his name goes up. I'm under an elevated train somewhere. NCIS freehold. <laughs> Hot. He's got a loose tie and an overcoat on. You're in over your head, PJ. Give me a badge. Dan- Damn it, PJ. Your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. I told you to play by the rules. Tonight I on CBS. I think we got them all. Is that all of them? <laughs> oh, it's still going, by the way. Yes. Give me your gun <laughs> and your badge. Wouldn't it be great and if one, one, one time... <laughs> and your pants. Wouldn't it be great if one time one of those cops was like, look... 
I'll give you the badge. I'm not giving you my badge. <laughs> Listen, you know I have to take your gun and your badge. That's what I'm the police chief. This is listen. Oh. I'm not giving you the gun. I'm look. All right, fine. You can have the gun. I'm keeping the badge. I That's not how gun. it works. That's not how it works. You give me both, and then later on, I give them back to you, and I say, "Go be a cop again." And then you say, "Are you asking me to be a cop again?" That's how it works. No, I'm not giving wow. you my badge. And then this they fight. Like the guy, the guy tackles him for it. <laughs> the police chief's trying to rip it out of his hand. No, you can't. No, you can't have it. The gun. They're struggling over a gun. No, that I went badge. Oh, you switched it. I did. That's a little safer. So you, you, you put <laughs> Farrell and safe. Chris Parnell in that, and you, you have a sketch right there. Exactly. I just wrote a tremendous 2007 Saturday Night Live sketch. <laughs> if only they needed that. It. They were not in the business. Hi, buddy. Hi, everybody. You it's are... our bicentennial. That's, that's, <laughs> not right. that's, that's, that's not the wrong correct. term. <laughs> you have been off. with the program. We should... I, I'm sort of interested in this because I was going through the episodes trying to find out when you went from somebody who called a couple of times. Is that a catchphrase, by the way? We're going we're gonna to go with, like, get with the program or something? Wait, Tonight, what? everyone's going to be like, get with the program. How long were you with the program? Oh, well, no. <laughs> That's awfully culty. <laughs> um, there's no 12 steps or anything here. Um, no, you... You called in because I've known you for a hundred years, and you thought it was interesting that I was doing this little thing, but you had no interest in talking about sports. I did. So you've understand. only known him for half the time we've been doing the show. That's correct. No, I've, I've got known, the math all wrong, don't yeah. I? I've known uh, the bishop for quite some time. Anyway, you you started calling, and then I asked you, and then you, and then I I came across notes that you gave. I asked as you a to, caller? No, as a producer, quote-unquote, to give us notes. This is before he came on full-on. Do you have the notes in front of you? I, I can, I, yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I, you thought that was, you I thought that's that. what we were doing here. Right, you didn't see that coming, did you? Uh, uh, I, I would be curious to hear what his notes were, and do you know his first episode as a producer? I don't. I couldn't find that. We don't have we are to you by the numbers. There was no time, Mulder. There was no time. Um, Where's the intern? I fired. She didn't get the key back. She was flirting with uh, Cal in the green room before. No. Hey! Oh! Whoa! 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 That was not me. That was somebody impersonating Cal. That was <laughs> happens a lot. That was John Cusack. I believe this is from January of 2012. That sound about right? Yep. Yeah. Um, so we were already over a year in, a little over a year in. Um, and these are your producer notes for this episode. Oh, oh God. Music number one. Music must be re-EQ'd for voiceover. Voice must be EQ'd as well. Re-edit the music. Steve has opening comments, so should Cal. Don't just ask him questions. Cal needs an opening statement himself. Should not just launch into topic one. Tease the topics a second time before you start, then launch the first topic. I'm glad we followed this advice. Tonight, Cal sounds way better than Steve. I like dot, that dot, 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 dot. Voice quality. <laughs> <laughs> In a segment about the Jets, 
and what they talked about all week, I would really love to hear a sound bite. I don't like being asked to remember crap, so play it for me. You curse there. I, I cleaned it up for uh, for air. Number six, talking jets from 9.33 to 10.15. That is a long time with <laughs> with five O's, <laughs> even if it is a jet show. Uh, you need some, some shtick. You do. Inconceivable is a good bit. Should mention the phone number once every five minutes. Brings up an interesting point, boys. We were still trying to take calls at this point. Right. That was almost was three years ago. That was almost, that's over three years ago. This is January of 2011. Oh, you said 12. Oh, 12. You're right. I'm sorry. Two, over two, almost three years ago. Yes. Uh, it's good for taking a breath and giving that for that second to refresh. The Jets segment got much funnier. This was, by the way, from somebody who didn't want to take notes and wasn't going to be a producer. <laughs> there's, there's 27 notes here. <laughs> is this how he got the job? Was this like That's his... Correct. Uh, Steve, you need to slow down and let Cal talk more, not just react to you. Cal opened a topic and you ran with it, so he backed off and started feeding you questions. I want more Cal Bell. <laughs> See what he did? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's 10.03. I'm bored with this topic and no one is calling. Still, you're both very good and very funny. <laughs> I'm bored with this topic and no one is calling. That's uh, <laughs> Ten twenty-five. You mentioned the number and teased the topic. Very nice. <laughs> number twenty-three. I love baseball talk. Two exclamation points. Then in parentheses, do we really think that's true? <laughs> uh, and then, so those are your notes. That's before you came on board full time. Which is, uh, I, I think, I think I was very positive on the show. I think you were very positive, positive. on you guys. We. Honestly, Peach, we asked you to to come on and, and be on the show every week as just like the third man in and stuff, but um, uh, not to get all maudlin or serious or whatever, but, um, you know, uh, I don't, I'm not sure if we would still be doing the show had you not come on board. Um, you're you're an integral part of it now, and uh, you have Cal been for a long time. Cal's shaking his head. For Cal, no, we'd Cal's still be doing it. shaking his head. I don't know. I would. You might not be doing it. I don't mean like it's that. Cal meant... show with Cal. You <laughs> suggested more Cal, so that's so. <laughs> I was good. I was prepared to give it to him. Um, no, I, I meant in the sense that the show would not have become what it has become uh, without the well, nice. full time addition of you. So, uh, uh, bravo, well done. I echo those sentiments. One hundred percent. Do it. Echo them. Let me hear you echo them. I can't echo them. <laughs> I wasn't listening, really. <laughs> no, whatever, whatever you said, I agree with. I've been drinking. Right. It's all right. Um, so, uh, Beach, tell us a little bit about when you came on board. Because you've been on uh, of the two hundred episodes, I would guess you've been on for a hundred of them, at least. That's probably true. I th- the big. Um... The big moment with me where I felt like I was going to be doing this a bunch was when you you had me call in and you asked me about my recently wiped out studio. And you just you just said, you know, tell us what happened. And I think I talked for 25 minutes straight <laughs> just telling yeah. you everything that happened. Well, that would have been shortly, after... 
the hurricane, right? That was after Hurricane Irene. Right, not Sandy. That was, that was Hurricane right. Irene. So that's 2011. Yeah. That's 2011. So you might you might not have called me about it until a, you know, late December or January. Yeah. Because it it took us that long to get our heads on straight. Yep. Mm. And yeah. then shortly after that, there was another really long bit, which if I was a good producer, I would have gone and gotten the sound clip and put it up, but I had a crazy. So there's no, I have provided no sound clips for this show tonight. But the other one was when my house flooded again, yeah. um, when the sewer pipes exploded and we were set upon by the three bros. Bro, bro, this just happens, bro. Happens, uh, that bro. was another one where you were like, PJ, tell us what happened. And I said, okay, give me 90 seconds. And again, I talked straight for like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. I just, I guess I'm I remember the, I remember the Hurricane Irene episode vividly. And the, the thing I remember the most is the once every, what did the surveyor tell you? It was like a once every 400 years event or something like that. Yeah, my, the, uh, the, the 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 flood survey of my property. My property is divided in half. One half of my property is rated for a once every hundred year flood, and the other half of my property is rated for once every five hundred year flood. And they converged. Right, and they got and they got and they met in the middle, and you had a once. And every... I was there to see it. That's right. I was so lucky. <laughs> I just I remember that being. Blown away by the fact that you know, and you guys were away. That was the worst part. You guys came home to us. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, it is it is good to see you, man. It's good to have you. It's always good to have you. And I, um, I'm I look very forward happy to you. doing this. Yeah, it's it's fun times. Cal, do you? Um, I was looking through all our stuff about the show and all these saved emails. Like I have a folder in my email account for RTU, right? And I started it in like February of 2010. And I just dumped stuff in there or whatever. And I went back and I saw the CBS thing that we, you know, the pitch that we did before we went to Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Do you remember all that? Like we came very close to being on CBS Internet Radio early on in the process, like before... Really, right before we went to Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, that was the summer of 2010 that we yep. met with them in the city. Yep. And we still had Dr. E. Ray Statt, our original uh, third man. Our original... He was he was like a stat guy and a producer. When we first started doing the show, the first number of episodes, we did live from my house. Right. <laughs> in the uh, what is now my son's room. Um, and we, literally, literally a lifetime away for you. It really is. A whole different you had a whole different life. I had a whole different organization. I had just gotten married and uh didn't have any kids yet and it really just a whole different deal. And we did everything live through a mixer and we tried to stream it and I think we had three people listening to the first stream. Uncle Tommy, his brother in law, Anthony, and Billy, our IT guy. To the make great, sure that it was working. That's right. The great wasn't Billy, really listening to Billy us. Gefkin. That's right. And we and we took a call. We did take a call. Yeah, my uncle's uh, brother-in-law called in and had a great jet call. Uh, but even, ever since then, we went long. <laughs> I was looking back at some of the early episodes. They're like two and a half hours. Yeah. Now, I don't have the first 35. 
or 34. Well, where are they? They have to be somewhere, right? Well, Billy, Billy uh, who's a, a cousin of mine, uh, this great kid who did our website and stuff, he's just – I call him Goodwill Hunting because he really is just a computer genius. He thinks in code. He's done everything for us in terms of our website – uh, logos, all the links, the iTunes. I mean, everything technically we have done, uh, Billy did. He's just, he's fantastic. He's just a great kid. He just redesigned the website like three weeks ago because he felt like it. He's like, I think I'm going to redesign it. I'm going to write it myself though from scratch. I'm not going to use a template. I'm like, oh, all right. Why not? So he did it. He did it in about 36 hours. He just sketched it all down on a legal pad. <laughs> he didn't even type it. He wrote the code on a legal pad. Telling you, he's he's one step away from that big chalkboard with uh, Stellan Skarsgård, and you know. Uh, so, um, I went back and I looked. Billy has to have them, and I think they're like either MP3 files or whatever. Some of them didn't get recorded, uh, right. but he has to have some of them. But we've been on blogs. Should I play this little clip? I don't know what you're going to play, but go ahead. Well, this is this is the open from our first Blog Talk Radio episode. Wow! Which is which is over four years ago. Yeah, it, was, it would have been. It was I August think, of two thousand ten, right? Yeah, I think it was August eighteenth of two thousand ten. Yep. Here's a here's a clip from that. Check this out. Well, welcome to Ready to Unload, episode eighteen R one as we're calling it, but episode 35, if you have ever uh, listened to Ready to Unload before. I am Steve Sampietro, otherwise known as Sam Pete, along with Brian Calneva, Caliente, Calpino, Calvi. And Cal, welcome to episode one of WBTR, Ready to Unload on WBTR. How are you, my friend? Well, I'm a little melancholy, to be honest with you. I don't care for melancholy one bit. I'm sorry. You stop that right now. Well, you know what? It's August 31st. Yes. It's the end of the summer. This is the last summer show that we'll be doing. That's not accurate. Well, the not summer <laughs> ends next week. Well, after <laughs> Labor Day. Yeah, but we're, the next time we're on the air will be after Labor Day. Oh, right. that, that is a good point. So I'm a little, you know, I always get that way around this time of will year. Will you be wearing white pants? Yeah, I can pull that off. Absolutely not. I disagree. Well, <laughs> welcome to, to differ. Welcome to Ready to Unload with Callan St. Pete and Dr. E. Ray Stat. We are taking your calls at 424-220-1817, talking about everything in the world of New York-centric sports. And uh, we have a ton to talk about tonight. We're going to open with the NFL a little bit because this 18-game season, which is supposed to stop labor strife, has really gotten under my skin. I don't like it. And uh, we're gonna call, we call this the big unload, and that's what it is, the big unload. And um, and then we're going to move on. We're going to talk about the Yankees, Major League Baseball. We're going to talk about um, the, the NFL. We're going to go around the league. We have a segment called the Ready to Unload Fun Load, in which we talk about something, you know, aside from the usual sports talk show fodder and banter. But uh, before we get to all that, let's welcome in Cal again, officially, because now that we can be heard. Apparently, you can't talk over the music here. It's good music, though. We just figured that out. So, hope you enjoyed the theme song. <laughs> and let's welcome in Dr. E. Ray Stat, our with us as always, quote-unquote, Dr. E. Ray Stat. How are you, E. Ray? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We are doing good. For those of you who are new to the program, Dr. E. Ray is a licensed physician. He 
is a uh, urologist, a medical doctor. He is also uh, the provider of stats, uh, the producer of the show, as it were. If you call in, which we strongly encourage you to do, you will speak to Dr. Eray. He's call the in. He's like the Not giving up on the call in. Kind of reins us in. When reins we go us in. He is actually IMing us right now. Get to the point. Knock it off. Enough. <laughs> well, I also wanted to mention I hate Cal being melancholy. He does realize it was 95 today, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, so summer weather-wise, not so much at an end. Also, all the more confusing to me. <laughs> Why would you choose melancholy? That's how I feel. Every This is the time of year when I always feel melancholy. It's a fine melancholy. Eh, that's what I, feel. <laughs> you know, I just kind of walk around going, eh, you, know, you know, baseball season is kind of winding down. All right. Football season hasn't quite started yet. Can I ask you a question? Please. Is this melancholia? Uh, this melancholic feeling. <laughs> they make up yet another word. Nope. Does this have to do with the team that you root for in, little, in baseball? Yeah, a little So the last, you know, I mean, not the last four years, because 07 and 08, obviously, uh, they were still in a pennant race, very at the, much. At this time of the year, yeah. On their way to blowing it. Yes. But the last two years feels a lot like the 90s, doesn't it? Well, you know, and, and again, for those of you who are, are new to us and just joining us, we are um, unabashed Met fans, so that's my team of choice. That I'm, uh, I'm bashed. You bashed? I am bashed. Yeah, well, right now with the Mets, <laughs> I am bashed. Yeah. I have never been more bashed. I can understand that. Sounds like I'm saying a bad word there. It does. Feels good. So there you have it. That was. You, uh, you made up a lot of words in those five minutes. I, I've made up a lot of words in 200 episodes. Uh, so that was our first. Uh, that was our first go around. The first. Um, uh, time on on uh, Blog Talk Radio. We had been doing the show for about uh, eight months or nine months uh, regularly. Nobody was listening. Not that uh, the world has <laughs> been set on fire by us since. But we have had a lot of listens to this program in in the 165 we've done on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, we have had a lot of listens. The uh, best the best part about that clip was the sound quality made it sound like it was pulled from the archives. <laughs> like the, from 35 years ago. The sad part about that is tonight's episode will sound pretty much the same. So what? I'm That's a shot at BTR. I'm sorry, Blog Talk Radio. But although they, they've improved somewhat, obviously. That was rough. Like they didn't have the studio interface or any of that jazz. We were, we had no idea if it was working. And we were in the same room for that episode, right? That's correct. Okay. Yeah. Dr. E. Ray was not. too often. No. Well, it's only happened, I think, since then. We we did it live for a while, right? When we first got going on Block uh, Radio? Yeah. yeah. Where you would come to me and we would do it live? Yes. Um, And, and Dr. E. Ray would call in. But and he came to a couple of times. Yes. But since then... Which required a mixer. Like, this is a far easier setup. Um, but since then, it's just the live remotes. Ah, the live remotes. We've done a number of live remotes, haven't we? <laughs> no, I don't have it. That's it. I'm done with clips. We've, because, we've hit everything. Because my internet uh, went out today. Uh, you, you, you will love this story. This is absolutely true. I was working from home today, and... Um, um, had to work from home, and so uh, I'm 
you know, in my uh, dining room with the work from home setup going on, my three screens or whatever, like I really set it up just to look like work. And Casey's taking a nap, so really I'm I'm focused and hunkering down. And three I hear screens. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what I have at work. It's it's three. It's, yeah, it's able to simulate. What do you got to get on my case for? No, I'm, it's impressive. Um, thank you. Um, Getting on your case. So I hear like a snap or some sort of noise from that sounds like it's coming from the front of the house, and then my internet goes out. This is all in the span of like two minutes, and I'm trying to you know re connect to the internet or whatever and my remote desktop goes out everything goes out so i go to the bedroom our uh master bedroom look out the front of the house see out on the street verizon van like repair van service van <laughs> driver's side door open verizon repair guy out of car out of van looking around suspiciously and my Ethernet, my fiber optic cable on the ground on my front lawn. Right? So I looked at, I look up, I see him. He's sort of like looking on my front lawn. He's outside of the van. There's on my front lawn the fiber optic cable which has snapped and is now laying on my front lawn. He looks, gets in the van and drives away. Did he look at you? I don't know if he caught me in the window. Oh. So I ran out of the house and ran up the street after him. With the with the baby in the house? No, the ba- baby's sleeping. Oh, okay. Please, child services. Wait a second. The child was sleeping, and I didn't run very far up the street, uh, and I didn't catch him. Turns out he snapped my fiber optic cable and then drove away. And you weren't expecting any work being done in the area today, right? That's this correct. wasn't. It wasn't a service call and something wrong. Nothing scheduled. Now, could it be that just coincidentally, there were high winds today. My fiber optic cable attached to my house snaps, and this guy's driving by just at that moment. Decides to get out, take a look, and says, you know what? I'm getting off in about 15 minutes. Let somebody else handle this, and gets in his car. Or... Was he doing work on my house, snapped it, and left? Either well, Either way, what? I got no TV, I got no internet. I called them up, they can't prioritize me. Why not? I don't know. There's a, co- there's a cable laying in the sidewalk. It's still there, right? It's still there. I'm not touching it. Well, no, it's a live wire. It's not a live wire. No? No, the live... <laughs> You're a live wire. Who says that anymore? Anyone? I don't. I, you, I don't think you address someone as a live wire. You refer to someone maybe as a live wire. Well, you don't, of course you don't address them. Hey, live wire, we're shaking. Right. <laughs> hey, look at you. You're a live wire. <laughs> you can only do that when you're talking about someone. Right behind their back. Like that one. That's that one's a live wire. Right. Is live wire a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's like you're a little much if you're referred to as a live wire. Like, oh, yeah. can't it be a good thing though? I, I suppose it could. I would. I would take it like, oh, look at this one. Look at this live wire. See, I could. I could hear a little bit of a oof. He's a live wire. That one. Tough to handle. It's a good time. Tough to handle. Tough to handle. Right. See, yours. Yours makes way more sense than mine. 
<laughs> Your, yours is a positive. He's a he's a he's a fun guy. Yeah, he's like a good time Charlie. You know what? You know <laughs> you know what I, you know what I'm changing my name to? Good time. Good Charlie. time Charlie. Um, since since, since we're uh, being so nostalgic tonight, wires being down and talking about the hurricane oh, at yes. CJ's house. Who remembers when uh, the tornado <laughs> dropped down right on your head? Yes. Bayside. That was uh, either September of 2010. How did it be? I think it was September of 2010. We were only on Blog Talk Radio very recently. And, uh, of course, I called in. Right. That's the, I, well, that's, that's the one time you didn't do the show. That's correct. In front of a microphone. Yep. Yeah, I called in. <laughs> that was we got a call from our landlord. There was a tornado in Bayside, Queens, on my block. That's it. Just my block. And, the you know, it's not an exaggeration because tornadoes no. are isolated to blocks like that. Yeah, it was – I mean, I'm exaggerating only a sconce in that maybe, it was – Maybe two blocks? It was three blocks. It was like 210th to 213th between 39th – I'm telling everybody where I live – and and 48th. <laughs> No, but it was it was and cars, you know, crushed and trees uprooted and flipped over on houses and a tree in front of my head, down wires everywhere and it was crazy. It took us three and a half hours to get home, or two, two, two over three hours to get home. We finally got home. My poor wife is pregnant. We got the ca- we couldn't get down our street. The cab lets us off up the street, and we're walking in pitch black with a pregnant woman <laughs> barefoot. Because we don't, you know, like our, her shoes were killing her or something like that. And we're stepping over live wires. And my concern is, I got to call in the show. She was going to strangle me. Uh, we didn't, we had no idea how severe the damage was. Though. We, we had no idea. No. Our landlord had called us and said, I think there was a tornado in Bayside or something. And then like, we got back to our neighborhood. It was like, trash! There was a tree on our front lawn. It was, it was wrecked. Tree out in our backyard. It was ridiculous. NEM. It was ridiculous. Friggin' That's tornado. Crazy. Yeah. In Bayside, New York. That was a great show, though. You and Ev carried it. We, we you know, we we tried to hold down the fort. Mm-hmm. Not easy. And we've I've only done one without you, entirely. Uh, one <clears throat> entirely. Yes. And that's when I had my buddy Jeff Troxclair. Remember? No, because I didn't do the show. That's correct. <laughs> Never listened to it. <laughs> Don't care to talk about it. I actually did listen to it that night. That was, uh, had my buddy Jeff Troxclair, co-host. He was supposed to be a guest. He was right. supposed to be our guest. And um, you had circumstances beyond your control. Could not make the show. Eh. That was uh, in 2011, too. That was a while ago. That was a while ago. That was pre-PJ there. Right, and then the only other one that I, or, I really or pre J, like pre J. The only other one I really didn't get too involved in is when uh, you did the live remote from Blue Haven, and you were sick, and I had the uh, had the uh, the little thing taken out. That was Joe Caparoso co-hosted that show with you. That's correct, pretty much. Joe Cap. Speaking of, um, uh, Joe has uh, said he was going to try to call in tonight. Uh, being that he's our most frequent guest. Uh, but we've had a number of guests on the program as well. We sure have, Steve. 
And we and Joe was one of the early guests. <laughs> this is the worst tonight show in the history. Um, this we we <laughs> the three of us in tuxedos in an empty studio. I'm sitting here with my leg crossed, like I'm like I'm on the couch with Johnny, just reminiscing about his 200th episode. Here comes Bradley Cooper, everybody. Bradley, it's ridiculous. <clears throat> we um, we go right back to it. I don't care. We uh, we tried very hard, very early on to be WFAN. Right, we're trying to be like a call-in show because you and I, having known each other since we were eight years old, and going through, uh, you know, junior high school and high school and years after college and stuff, uh, rooting for the same teams, always talking about sports, being passionate about it, loving WFAN at that time. Um, it's amazing how that's changed, right? In in five years, it's changed a lot that I never would have expected it to. I can't I can't listen to it anymore. I can't. No. I mean, there are three or four days I, in a row like where I just can't listen to it. I can't, uh, which is a shame. Because that was, if you had asked me five years ago, um, when we started this, you know, almost five years ago, what my dream job would be, it would have been in sports. It would have been WFAN. It's not anymore. I kind of have my dream job in sports. Well, that's, I, to do that's, a podcast and, you know. Just sort of BS with you and not have to worry about it. We're doing what we want to do. It's not what's done on the radio, and that's fine. Yeah, it's just amazing how much that's changed. Because we really started with the idea of wanting to be a call-in show and be like an alternative, like wanting to be a live radio show. And and that's completely changed now. Mm-hmm. Um. And I like it that way. Actually, you know what my dream, our dream gig would be now is like to get on Grantland. You know, is to have the show on Grantland or something like that. Like to have a, you know, uh, or Corolla or something like that. To be on a podcast network that has a huge, that would be my dream for this. But anyway. We just got to get better. Yeah, well. We wanted to do that. That didn't happen, buddy. (laughs) That's it. We, we, we We are where we are. We've peaked. But anyway... Um, what this show also quickly turned into, Bry, was also having uh, new media types on, like Matt Cerrone from Mets Blog, or Patrick Flood, who wrote for Mets Blog for a while, or Ted Berg, who now writes for USA Today, USA Today for baseball, but at the time wrote for Mets Blog, or um, you know Joe Caparoso, who was just a young blogger who had a great website, and we tried to have those guys as guests. To, or Stacy uh, Gatsoulias, you know, from uh, the Yankee blog. We tried to have those new media types as guests because that's where it's gone. You know what I mean? Like, that's more the future to me of sports media than WFAN is. And, yeah, you see it more and more now. Um, and even today, I don't know if it was today or if it was yesterday, but um, one of the Jet Beat reporters, Christian, Christian Dyer? Yep. He retweet, tweeted out uh, that uh, Joe Caparoso from Turn on the Jets is doing a great job breaking down film. Yep. So now you've got a beat writer that's supporting a blogger. Yep. 
And that's something five years ago that you would have never seen. No, absolutely. I mean, the access that Matt Cerrone has, uh, he's, of course, the founder of Mets Blog and one of the sort of pioneers of the idea of a fan blog that is associated with the team. The access that Matt Cerrone has and the career that he's built over these five years uh, that we've been doing the show is incredible. Like, we can't get Cerrone on the show anymore. Right. You know, and we had him on uh, early on, I think in 2010, when we were on Blog Talk Radio, so it might have been 2011. Um, and Matt was great, and he was a great guest and stuff. But I love that that's become a focus of our – like, we've had Joe Cap on six or seven times. We did a live draft show with him uh, and his website. You know, I love that what? that's part of the focus. Wasn't uh, wasn't Matt Cerrone the guy who uh, I had in the in the green room? Yes. And right before right before we went on the air, I said, "Now whatever you do, the guys you know you can talk to guys about anything, but whatever you do, don't mention the Mets." And then I, <laughs> I mean, you put him right on. And then, uh, and then, then I you put, put him right, put on, him right on. Yeah. Whatever he, you do, he took that entirely seriously, which was great. <laughs> And he was you. The great thing is, PJ, you don't understand how hard we worked to get that guy on the show. Like he was our number one target when we started thinking about guests and stuff. Ruined it. He was he was our number one target. And of course, you, our wise ass producer, says, "Hey, whatever you do, don't talk about the Mets. They hate that." (laughs) It's great. Hey, we have a. uh, We have a. Didn't know I was joking. He did not, and he has not been back on since. And he stole my idea. Okay. Um, oh. What? Cal, what? Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, did you say we have a caller? We do. We have a very special guest coming on right now. He wants to wish us well. He's been on the program a number of times. He's our sort of live remote guy. Um, you know, he's made a, a number of appearances there. He's also a PJ's doppelganger and is Bon Vivant. Uh, um, compadre, no, Bon Vivant off. We actually had an episode where they had a Bon Vivant off. Yes, I remember that one well. Um, he is Mr. Uh, oh no, it's oh no, it's Jay Mafale. Oh, I'm wrong. Oh, I thought it was Linder. <laughs> I had my Jays confused. <laughs> you're from the same town in Connecticut, though. Okay, this guy. <laughs> I just saw Jay. Did he hang up? He did. He's gone. Is it? No, this guy. <clears throat> This guy. Try this again. Uh, this guy, the live remotes that we mentioned before, uh, this guy has done the sound for them in an incredible giving of his time, fashion, did an unbelievable job. I went back and listened to the remotes guy. In fact, the one open that I pulled for that clip was from a live remote. That's how good the sound was. Um, he's a member of the... <laughs> he's a Mensa. member of the Mensa... <laughs> He's a member of a cartel. He's a member of Mensa. He's a lot of organizations. He's Mr. J. He's also in No Fuss and Feathers Roadshow. Hello. Hi, Jay. Hey, uh, can I place an order to take out, please? <laughs> yes, you can. That's... <laughs> That's a number 16. Well done. Can I get a chicken and broccoli with brown rice? And uh, do you have the crab rangoon? Ooh, you like the crab rangoon? Who doesn't? 
Uh, I I don't know. Let's find out from these two other gentlemen. Not me. Are you serious, Cal? You don't like the crab rangoon? Yeah, I'm I'm deadly serious about okay. that. Okay, okay, settle down. No That's a heart attack. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Cal, just quit the show. Two hundred episodes. He quit the show. Keep walk. That, Keep I walking. knew someday it would end. I didn't think it would be over crab rangoon. Um, and, I and love crab. It took me to call in. And I and I don't <laughs> like crab. Um, Jay Mafale. Hello, my friend. Thank you for calling. Gentlemen, happy anniversary. Thanks. Thanks. Um, we were just... Uh, long, long, oh, long time listener. First time caller, actually. You are. That's true. You. This is the first time you've actually called into the show, although you you have spent a number of occasions making us sound great. And running the that. show. But, yeah, running the show. You've been a showrunner, definitely. That's very kind of you. You know, PJ, PJ is the real producer guy. I called up and he's like... There's a little thing that says Black Dark Radio, and then PJ picks up. He says, hello, welcome to the green room. We chat for a minute, and he goes, okay, I'm going to put you on hold so you can listen to the show. The guys want to talk to you. I mean, it was like a real thing. <laughs> then he says, open your door. There's a nice uh, gift basket there for you. We had that sent <laughs> up as soon as you called. There's some fruits and some, some vegetables. and, and vegetables. But he, uh, and he, kept, he just kept calling me Betty, though, which I found weird. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, um... Seriously, please, uh, seriously, please, please, it's Betty. Thank you uh, for calling in, and and also thank you for doing the sound. We were talking about the live remotes a little bit earlier, and how it's one of the few times since the uh, the early days of the show where Cal and I are actually in the same room doing the show. And um, I wonder if you want to, if you can speak to um, what it's like to work with a diva like Cal. Well, first of all, I think on the first remote, he didn't even show Was that the one he was sick or whatever? He didn't even show up for. Was he there for that one? No, no. That was the second one. <laughs> that was the second so, one. When I heard there was going to be a guy running the sound, I said, screw this. I didn't even when, show up. So I'll be in my when trailer. you want to talk about having a show with you guys in the same room, first of all, he has to be there. <laughs> right. That's the first prerequisite. Yes. That, that, that makes it run a little smoother. Uh, you know what? It, you know, it's It's been a blast working uh, on the live stuff with you guys. I mean, I just sit there and we get it set up and I, and I try not to try not to drop anything literally and figuratively. And I just sit back and listen for a while. And then you guys start talking about sports and I kind of zone out for a while. And then I come back yeah. for the fun zone. Yes, that's right. Uh, speaking of, I know you, uh, I know you, at one point, you had given us a bunch of great suggestions uh, for the fun load. You had sent them in to PJ and, uh, we had fun with that for a couple of episodes. So thank you for that. Where, um, uh, those were those were excellent suggestions, and then of course over the last few weeks we've gotten into both uh, breakfast cereals uh, in the fun load and uh, uh, breakfast sandwich orders. So I'd like to give you the opportunity here uh, to uh, talk to us about your breakfast cereal choices, uh, both as a child and a, an adult, and then uh, move to the sandwich. We'll start over. So we'll start with the cereals. Sure, we can do that. Um, you know, nowadays it's so it's a lot about the roughage. It's a lot about the fiber. Um, so, so, uh, and I'm very big into organic. So it's the, you know it's the organic, organic kashi, the high fiber newspaper cereals, um, <laughs> which is fine. Except, except I like to cut it with a little bit of cookie crisp. <laughs> oh, okay. Spoken like a true addict. I mean, that's that's, yes. that's heavy duty. Yes. Um, you know what? I think as a kid, with the stuff that I really liked, 
was um, the monster cereals, the blueberry and the Frankenberry, which is a real yep. berry, it turns out. That was weird. A Frankenberry? <laughs> oh, sure. We have those I, uh, going wild in my backyard. I actually got a text the next day from my cousin Michelle, whose uh, cousin Michelle's a huge fan of the show. Uh, she's down in Nashville. And um, she was listening back to uh, to that episode, and she was irate that we didn't mention all the. Um, she she loved the episode, but she was she said it's count choculars or nothing. The other ones don't count. And she said that um, she couldn't believe we didn't get into the the thematic ones, the the Ghostbusters cereal, the Star Wars cereals, etc. So which are probably the same thing. No, I don't want to. I don't want to knock your cousin at all, but I, I don't think they really count very much. They weren't. They, they were kind of a limit. There was like a limited run, like there's a Spider-Man cereal, and I'm thinking to myself, there's there's no spiders in that cereal, um, <laughs> and they kind of come and go, but they're not like the staples that have been, um, uh, you know, on the breakfast table every morning while you're reading the box as a kid. Like I don't I don't remember ever actually really having Star Wars cereal, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I think her I think her point, Jay, was more like we just didn't even acknowledge that they would do those special edition cereals, and she was she was defaming them. She was against them. She was so against she's not, those she's not a editions. fan of like Ms. Pac-Man cereal. Right, exactly, exactly. She was just saying like you remember all those special edition cereals. That was ridiculous. No, in that case, I'm with her. Yeah. Um, but and she lives the, in you know, she lives in Music City. You can go see her the next time you're down there with the Yayas or uh, at the uh, Circle. Hello. Um, you know what? You know what I used to do. I used to find it at one point when I was a kid. I, I started to realize that there were only a couple different kinds of cereal, and some of them were just repeats. Like Alphabets was just Lucky Charms, but without the mushrooms. Without That's the mushrooms, right. Without the marshmallows, right? I mean, no, no, whoa, 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 where? Did you grow up in Woodstock? Where were you getting your... Not, not mushrooms, marshmallows. <laughs> you know, liberal, you know liberal like, household. Wow. Okay. Basically, I felt like Fruit Loops were the same as Apple Jacks. Like, I'm yes. like, this is the same thing. <laughs> they just, they just, yes, they're just, recycled. they're all from the same General Mills plant. It's just one <laughs> machine making it all. Which which is also owned by Purina, which I find very curious. <laughs> yeah, it's very dubious. So now, um, please tell these guys your breakfast sandwich because I find it oh, fascinating. You know it, and I get a lot of grief for this until somebody tries it and then they realize that I've turned them on to something that's going to change their lives. Um, so it's it's egg whites, bacon, and avocado. On a toasted raisin bagel. Cinnamon raisin bagel. Oh yeah, toasted. And, and no condiment of any time, uh, any kind. Yep. Salt, pepper. Maybe maybe a little salt, pepper. Depends. It depends. If I find the bacon is not salty enough, then I will salt, pepper. <laughs> now PJ, uh, who just uh, stood up and walked out on the show, just stood up and walked out. So that's our second. That's our second quit in your little. In your little spot here. No, I, I'm going to listen to this. I have to hear PJ's opinion of this. Will you, PJ, will you try that sandwich? Will you, will you? On a boat with a goat. <laughs> Sorry. I will. I will try that sandwich. I'm a little skeptic, skeptical about 
the bagel. The okay, now why is that? Why is that? Raisins uh, under avocado <laughs> sounds wrong. That sounds you like think it would be right? I mean, I foundation. agree. It sounds, it sounds crazy, and you're right. It sounds weird, but I think if you try it, you notice it's the sweetness of the bagel uh, against like the really savory, salty bacon. It's incredible, and the and the avocado is like uh, better than putting cheese on it. I guarantee it. Wow, Amazing. that's that's I gotta, pretty. I gotta ask you something uh, too. Uh, I, I, since we're going to have guests coming in and out, uh, supposedly, um, I, I want to make sure everybody, every guest gets the same question, and of course the hosts too. Um, I, just real quick, we can just hit everybody with the same question. Tonight's topic is: What's your cookie? What's your coffee? What's your drink? Alcoholic. <laughs> Are, are we, wait, 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 wait. What's on. your cookie? What's your coffee? What's your drink? Just rattle them off. I like off. this. I you like don't it, even right? have to defend them. Can you you do, don't even can, have to defend them. Can you theme song that, though, for me, please? You can't sing that? You'd have to jingle well, that. Gonna, yeah, that's what I mean. Can you jingle that for me, please? Can I jingle What's your cookie? That? What's your coffee? <laughs> what's your drink? What's your cookie? What's your coffee? What's your drink? Yeah, yeah, there it is. There it is. And with... That's got to end with cookie, <laughs> <Coffee>. drink. <laughs> all right, here we go. Um, um, all right, cookie go. right now. Right now, can I? May I, please? Would it, please? Could I be so bold as to start it off? Please, You're the guest. please, no. You're the guest. You're for cookie. The question there, is moot. <laughs> there, there's something that my wife makes. It's called a zibby cookie. It's essentially a, like a cinnamony spice kind of cookie around the holidays, which is fantastic. That's not real. That's not real. It, no, no, it's, it's named. It's named after like their family friend whose name was Zibby, who used to make them. So there's like this ginger. It's kind of like a gingerbread spice cookie. All right, sir. So that's I like that. And uh, coffee. I'm gonna go with uh, a double shot americano. Yeah, an aristocrat. All right. <laughs> and for and for a drink, I, I'm thinking. It's hard to answer this one, but if I had to choose one drink to have for the rest of my life, I'm going to be dying. I'm going to say just straight tequila. <laughs> Somebody wants to party. Just, just laid out on a beach somewhere with his okay. raisin bagels. <laughs> okay. And his zippy cookies. Okay, Sammy Hagar, it's take it easy. Right? We'll see you down in Cabo. Um, I love your choices. All right. Uh, do we do we get to go now, or do we have to wait for the next guest, Peach? Let's wait for the next guest. I, I need time to I, think about. Totally I don't know. If, I don't know if there'll be another guest. He said they're going to be in and out. <laughs> they're supposed to be calling. No, that's what Look, he, he said. We had we had Doctor Joyce Brothers booked for tonight. She's not coming either. Is she in the queue? She is queued up. Um, Jay, I just we... I just picture I picture one of those waiters at like Sandals coming out to to Jay on the beach like. Would you like another bottle of tequila, Mr. Mufali? <laughs> no, more avocado. Was... I want more avocado on this bagel. <laughs> Mr. J, we don't do avocado on bagels here. <laughs> I'm trying to explain this to the emergency room doctor. What's happened to the poor waitress? <laughs> I love Can that. Can I hit her in the head with a what? Because of what? <laughs> I love Mr. that on J, he, put, he put avocado on everything. He crazy. 
We are all Every- out of avocados, sir. <laughs> You have really, really gone to town with the avocado. While we have, um, while we have you on, Jay, I also have to mention one of the funnier moments that you inspired, but you weren't on for. Yeah, get a little and, bit. Go ahead. And that was the <laughs> the Eddie Grant <laughs> reverb <laughs> when we spoke about Electric Avenue. And you and I, I had, remember it well. You and I had talked about this on, at work, and I brought this onto the show. And it, I don't know if you guys, you and uh, Cal, you and Pete, remember this, but just the idea of how much reverb Eddie Grant uses on Electric <laughs> yeah. Avenue. And it, was it was because enough. they ran out. They used right. all of it. <laughs> and so we had the the visual of the guy showing up at the studio door like. Yeah, we got a, a boatload of reverb for Eddie Grant. Oh, Eddie, come on. <laughs> He's reading it off the clipboard with the UPS hat. Right. He's like, is there, is there an E Grant? <laughs> I've got a truckload of reverb for an E Grant. <laughs> yeah, man. I only got one air truck. I'm not bringing it up the stairs. It says here the address is Electric Avenue. Am I in the right place? <laughs> Yeah, man. Bring the reverb in the back, man. <laughs> We're going to use it, man. And the, 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 the producer's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Eddie. We're just, we're out of reverb. We can't. There's so much. <laughs> the tape Oi! won't hold anymore. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oi! Just, Eddie, you got to stop. It's just, this is a ridiculous amount of reverb. I can't. We got a whole truck of it, man. We use it. <laughs> I've got another client coming in tomorrow. He needs reverb, too. I can't. <laughs> you can't use all the reverb, Eddie, ever. <laughs> oh, man. And I, I, Jay, you've provided so many things like that just from our conversations at work or whatever. And uh, so I, I do appreciate you letting me crib those. Uh, please, it's all, it's all. I mean, I love listening back to all this stuff. So you guys are are, are a blast. Um, and I would stay on chat with you longer, but I'm going to wake up in five hours and go to the airport. Who isn't? You have a uh, what do you have a Swerfa? What do you got a? Uh... It's, it's a Smurfma. <laughs> Smurfma. These are I have. I have a. Uh, it's true. I have a, a business conference for folk music in St. Louis, Missouri, which I have to be at tomorrow morning. These are real things. I love that. Yes, it, I love that. all of the regular people can start laughing at. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, while we have you, seriously, uh, what do you guys have coming up? What does No Fuss and Feathers have coming up, and what do the Yayas have coming up? The the Yayas have some stuff coming up. Let's see. We have a house concert on Long Island in November. Um, we're doing some touring with a friend of ours named Phil Henry. Look him up, philhenryband.com, um, in Mayo Pack, New York, and in New Haven, Connecticut. If you go to wearetheyayas.com and click on the calendar, you'll see all that great fun stuff. Thanks for the plug. Not a problem, man. You, uh, I, you know, keep it up. I, I love what you guys do, and you know, you guys. We sort of episode partnered for a while with No Fuss and Feathers, uh, which is a great venture that uh, the Yayas are into with Caroline Solabello and Karen Oliver. And um, so, you know, anytime we can help you, or, you know, we would love to, Jay. Thank you so much for helping us 
uh, with the live remotes and and promoting us on Facebook and um, it's it's been a blast. We'll have to have you back on for a full fun load where we can really get knee deep in food. <laughs> uh, I love you guys. Thanks for having me, and I'm looking forward to 200 more shows. Thanks, brother. Safe flight. Thanks, Jay. Good night, guys. Thanks. Uh, that's uh, he's just. The reason we play that, that is Jay's favorite movie. Well, one of his favorite movies. And we do that line all the time. You were signing. I'm signing. A guy in a really nice camper wants to sign us to a contract. I'm signing. You're signing. We're all signing. Uh, underrated movie. Nothing you do. I would agree with that. Good. You better. I have no choice. I'm contractually obligated to agree with you. It's... um. Uh, we we uh, might have some more calls. We might have some more people calling in. Dr. Ray Stat might call in. Jay Linder might call in. Joe Caparoso might call in. Dan Antonello might call in. Our buddy Nello. And then none of them might call in. So what happened? If none of them call in, yet they, you said they might call in. Right. Then what why is don't our we, credibility? Why don't we talk about sports? It's too late for that. An hour and a half into the show? <laughs> we talk about sports? It's way too late for that. It's much too late for goodbyes," said Julia Lennon. I um. I I wanted to bring up something else that I find, or have found, pretty interesting in going through all the shows and stuff like that, and that is. I think it took us a really long time, and I think we have finally got it. <laughs> I think over the last like 20 episodes, we finally figured out doing the two episodes in one night and splitting it up and doing the sports basically comes out on Friday and the other jazz comes out on Monday. Um, except except this week. There won't be any week. sports right. coming out on Friday, apparently. <laughs> there won't be any sports coming out at all. And definitely no jazz coming out. No. <laughs> there may be some jazz. I'm going to play the flute in a bit. It's pretty good. Is there another guest that we might have? You played trumpet, right? Oh, there it is. This is my jam. (laughs) Aw, y'all. Yeah. Welcome to Ready to Unload with Cal and Sam Pete. Would you say that... No. Me? (laughs) You won't? Nope. Can I go? Would you say that me... Listening to Comedy Bang Bang finally changed the direction of our show. I could say that. Yeah. I was thinking about that a lot today. That was the point I was going to make in going back and how the show's changed over the last 20, but really, that was sort of a fork in the road. Not that we're trying to be Comedy Bang Bang by any means. No, but I think it's a clear influence. Is that is that fair to say? Yes. We we enjoy their work. They do a good job. We listen to it all the time. We think it's a good podcast, so we use elements of what we think works with it, and we bring it here. Yeah, and I and I'm I'm going to take it a step further. In that we're not trying to do comedy bang bang by any means, because those are professionals and incredible comedians, and and some of the most gifted improv people around working and if you don't know comedy bang bang you should check it out because it really is very good yeah it's it's both the podcast and the tv show 
Um, but I think all it did was, once I started listening to it, and I knew all the people involved, I had just never listened to it, I think all it does, or all it did, was give us a license to play. A little bit. We used to be very uptight about going off topic with sports or whatever. And I think it just started to give us a license to try to crack each other up. And I... I, It's funny. I started listening to podcasts in late 2009, right before we started this one, with WTF. I always talk about Marin and WTF, who I'm going to see in two weeks. Very excited. Um... But I I just love the uh, evolution and where we've gotten to and that freedom to like just try to crack each other up like it's okay. It's okay. And then, of course, last week on our 199th episode, PJ says probably the funniest thing I've ever heard him say. And then and we're just trying to crack each other up. And then you say, Cal, one of the funniest things I've ever heard you say. And I, I love that 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 podcast let us do that. And then you said one of the funniest things we've ever heard you say. Right. I did? I thought well, that's what we're doing here. Oh, no. No, I'm, not. I'm, still, I'm still waiting for Steve to say something funny. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet? Wow, that hurts. That's, uh, that's rough. Hey, by the way, the Islanders won tonight. Sports. <laughs> no, I'm just, I just want to throw that out there. They did win. They won 3-2. to two. They were lucky to win that game. Why lucky? I listened to the whole game. Why lucky? Did you see it? I think they outplayed them for large portions of the game. For large portions of the game. The last 10 minutes, not so much. Not so. The, the Bruins came on in the last 10 minutes, got a goal, made it 3-2, to two, had a flurry at the end, but they held them off. They held them off. They were lucky. If Why you saw, were they lucky? If you saw some of the, the pucks that just missed the net. They missed the net. Okay. It's a game of inches. That's not lucky. Why is it that when the Islanders blow a three-goal you know, lead in the third period or the other team holds the Islanders off, they're not lucky? This is an isolated game. <laughs> All I'm saying, having watched it with my eyes. Oh, so because I don't have cable now, I'm, I'm living in the dark here. You got to rub it in? You have power. You're not that, living in the dark, That's buddy. something you didn't have for some time. Right. <laughs> it was another time we missed the oh, show. Oh, as we call back to that. Yeah. That was Hurricane Sandy. Yes. Two weeks without power. Two weeks without power for Cal. We right. did do a show in there, though, because I had power. Yeah, I think uh, I think I called. Yeah. Yeah. On Gut- the old handset. <laughs> Gutsy. Um, I, I I think it's a great win, and I'm taking it. I'm not. See, I I think you misunderstand me. All right. Okay. Let's move on. Moving on. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. I um. I I want to ask uh, uh, PJ a question. I'd like to bring the bishop back in here. He's in and out tonight. He's not. He's, I don't he think is. he's expecting. Uh, I'm sorry. I've been at the bar. I'm gonna. I'll try to pay attention. <laughs> You're at the after party already. Good move having an open bar. The, R- the RTU 200 after party? That's right. You know what's great? Everybody's getting those glasses at the after party. Everybody's getting the 200 glasses. My my wife... My wife... My wife... 
Uh, she did uh, offer to bake us a cake, or more specifically, three cakes, one a two, one a zero, one a zero. That's right. And I'm not sure if I will. I'm not sure if she was being sarcastic. I think that she did re-share uh, the episode. Did she on Facebook? Never done that. Never done that. I didn't even know that. I mean, since the early days. And while we're speaking of the wives, let's. Let's pour a little out a little for out. the. Wait, that's not right. Wait, that's not right. <laughs> I'm not. They're still with us. Yeah, I'm not. They're not I'm deceased. Not street at all. <laughs> I'm not street at all. Uh, very serious thanks needs to go to these can women. We, can we give it up? Can we give it up? Yeah, I'll give it up. Give it up for the wives. Sure. Yeah, we got to give it up. This is. It's crazy that they have continued to allow us to do this. For 200 episodes. Of course, my wife had a very sarcastic response as well. well what did she say? <laughs> I don't know. She might have been serious. She might have been being sarcastic. I got a... That's... Wow, that's... Wow. That's great, hon. That's great, hon. Did you go to her, like, really excited about the show? Like, hey, 200 episodes tonight. Isn't that cool? When the internet went out, that was the first thing. And I have the 200 episodes tonight. She's like, yeah, that's going to be rough. I hope you figure that out. Figure that out. I can't watch Law and Order. Watch Law and Order. But you're. No, she was. She was great. She was actually very concerned about. There's your Law and Order. That plays. That plays every time my wife walks in a room. (laughs) (laughs) That's how much Law and Order she watches. Oh my! Didn't think you could do that. Where is that coming from? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> just, just Wesley's middle name is Briscoe, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> Munch. Munch. Wesley Munch San Pietro. <laughs> that was mean. If we had a girl, it was going to be Mariska. That's not even remotely true. Would I do that to a child? Mariska San Pietro? Mariska Munch San Pietro? <laughs> That's cruel. All right, since it doesn't look like anybody else is calling in, which is totally fine, um, I'm going to do my cookie. What is it? What's your cookie? What's your coffee? What's your drink? What's your cake? Drink. What's your cake? What's your cookie? What's your coffee? What's your drink? And your cake. And your cake. And your cake. Can I add cake? We'll just keep tagging them on. Somebody call Jay back and get him. <laughs> I want I want cake on there. All right, I'll go. Okay. All right, I'll go. And your favorite <laughs> brand of tires. <laughs> this is. <laughs> I gotta go Michelin Defender. The can't beat it. I hate you water, crazy hand cool. <laughs> go up a hill. You can go down a hill. You don't know what you're talking about. See, this is what it's supposed to be happening with sports talk. We'll do with tires. If you think that handcooks are the best, wake up. What do you know about Yokohama? Yeah. Oh, by the way, good year. <laughs> okay, bro. Okay, bro. Oh, the pain, bro, with good years. 
I have an issue with the cookie part of the question. Can I take issue with that? Well, Jay, Jay Mafale brought up a really good point. He brought up a homemade cookie. I think this needs to be an A and a B. Oh, God. I think you need to have a homemade cookie and then a store-bought cookie. All right. Or a bakery cookie? Sure. Sure. No, that's the third one. That's the third third cookie. That's the third cookie. Do you need to include them all? Are they going to feel bad if you leave one out? I don't feel good about leaving out any of them, really. The coffee coffee were fine. Yeah. And I believe... uh, uh, Drink were fine. Drink. I, I even feel like cake were fine. But cookie, there's three cookies there. Firestone. Bridgestone. Firestone. Bridgestone. Flintstone. Flintstone. I like Flintstone. Oh, we, have a, we have a call. Go grab the call, Peach. Yay! Hey, I'm going to think about this now because I think cookie needs to be broken into three parts. Cal. You have to break the cookie into three parts. Let's see what I did. (laughs) How do you not love this Islander win? What is wrong with you? I don't love it because I watched it. You You should have watched it. Oh, that's just mean. My internet's out, man. I I got no cable. I would have watched it. They did did suffer uh, an injury in this game. Yes, Josh Bailey. Out with a broken hand. Broken hand. So uh, we won't be seeing him for a while. But you have to love that they called up Anders Lee. They released McDonald. They made moves after two straight losses. They didn't hesitate. They're not carrying dead weight for a long time. They did a good job. They did. You're right. They, and, they, they, and they won. They went into Boston and beat a good Boston Bruins yeah. team. They started Ocho Cinco tonight, gave Halak the night off. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good move. You know what, upset, what, upsets, what upsets me about it is that you are not sold on Chad Johnson and this would have been a good game to see him play because he played great. Did not say I wasn't sold on Chad Johnson. You've, Never. You have alluded to that a number of times. No, I, I just wondered if Halak was going to be the true number one or if they were going to go 50-32. Or does then, Chad Johnson take over as the number one? And then you watched the game that Chad Johnson played, the home opener, and you were not impressed. I was not impressed with his first game. Right. I was impressed with this one from what I heard on the radio because it's 1947 here. Then I listened a Did little. Did Red Barber there. call the game? <laughs> Here's a pass into the corner. There he goes. He goes to get it. Here's a pass over the blue line. That's a sharp pass. Islander score three to two. That's my best Red Barber, by the way. I don't. I don't, I have no reference as to what Red Barber actually sounded like. Nobody does. If he did, it might have gone a little something. (laughs) Turn around and mess up my hair. (laughs) And I come back and here's the pitch to Jackie Robinson. (laughs) Jackie hits a long fly ball to left. Cooper settles under it and he catches it. (laughs) Now I'm doing John C. Or what's his name? uh, McGinley. Uh, In 42. That's what I'm doing. And I'm doing him doing Red Barber. So maybe that's what we know of Red that's Barber. That's what we know of Red Barber. All right. Is, do we have Linda on the line? Speaking of bon vivants. Do you do you have this I right? Have, I do. Is this the right J? This guy has joined us a number of times from those live remotes. 
he is a he's a raconteur, Cal. He's a, he's a bon vivant. He's a renaissance man. He can eat an entire rack of ribs in about four seconds. I've seen it. He also has... He's the owner of the greatest fantasy baseball team name ever in all of the fantasy leagues I've ever been on, been in, the Uptown Fatbacks. <laughs> I wanted to get an Uptown Fatbacks jersey. He is Mr. J. Linder. Hi, Jay. Good evening, guys. Good evening. Sorry, uh, I'm late. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm late. I was down at the bar with uh, the bishop. We were playing this drinking game. Every time you guys said 200, it was... So. <laughs> you're going to be all right? You it. must be hammered. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I really am fine. I was... Uh, just enjoying the show, and, and then I realized that it was getting a little dangerous because you were segueing from cookies, coffees, and um, drinks, yeah. and then you started talking about tires, and, and then even worse, you started talking about hockey. So I figured I needed to parachute wow. in and, and fix this thing. Wow. Good, Good job time. by you. Well, how, how, how often can you just destroy the Jets, Jay? Really? I mean, honestly. Well, let me tell you, if you're looking at, I'm talking about a body of work of 200 episodes, the answer is quite, quite often. <laughs> How are you, man? I am well. I'm honored to, to be here um, on the virtual couch, as it were. Um, or, you know, if you'd like, I can be off camera and be play the role of Fred de Cordova. Um, it's, it's just a thrill. It really is. You have been on um I was looking at it today. I think you've been on uh, five or six episodes uh but uh, a very over the course of the five years you've been on you know every like six months we have you on we revisit you we've been trying to have you on uh, this season and hopefully we will for like a full episode to talk about actual sports but um you know uh honestly jay uh thank you you you've been a a really fun time to have on the show. I've known you now for oof going on 11 years um you know, so I've, I've i've known you for a long time um but uh i just wanted to seriously thank you for uh for coming on and, and having fun well it's a thrill man thank thank you for having me on the show as well you know it, it seems like just yesterday that i was doing a random google search using a combination of words that included ready to unload and <laughs> i hit the i'm feeling lucky button and i thought i was going to get something from the far east um, with some Japanese schoolgirls, and I wound up with your show. It was a happy accident. Um, it's been a thrill ever since, and and lo and behold, 200 episodes later, I find myself uh, Googling Bang Bang and, and coming up with all sorts of interesting things, including coming right back to the show. So um, it's been a magical musical journey, and uh, I'm grateful to be a part of it. And I, I didn't realize it's been five or six times. Not quite not quite John Goodman territory, but, but um, I'm, I'm somewhere slightly north of Charles Rocket, so I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> well, we all are. I mean, I think if you're in that sort of bar, I think we're all pretty pretty north of Charles Rocket. Do, um, do you guys think, like, do you guys think that's like 30 years ago? Do you think that, that he's still, like, like trading on that somehow? He has to be. Or is he Who, dead? Charles Rocket? He's dead. Yeah, I mean, he dropped an F-bomb, right? I mean, that was his thing. He, he is dead, that's right. Yeah, he's, he's No, dead. he's dead. <laughs> is he dead, like, really dead? Yeah, I believe he killed himself. Oh boy. Okay, so he's oh, dead. Dead. It's boy. not like he works. He works in the civil service. He's dead. <laughs> no, no, he's, <laughs> he's not in the post office. 
I think he traded on that for a long time. I see. I have vague memories of him on Saturday Night Live, but I also remember him as David Addison's brother on Moonlight. Right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Were you that's, a moonlighting that's, that's guy, Linda? You know, I'm not gonna lie. I I love that show until it jumped. It totally jumped the shark. It, it you know, it was a fun show to oh, watch. It did. It did. But they, but they, them hooking up that was just, it was a disaster. That just never should. Yeah. Happen. One of the classic you know. TV series where the tension and the build up between the two main characters was so incredible. That that show was incredibly <laughs> well written. It was incredibly well done. And the minute they got together, it sucked. The minute, like they like yeah, mid, that, in mid that's, episode. That's, no, I I hear you, and that kind of like informed every quasi collegiate romance I ever had. You know, I, the chase was always great, and then and then you know, one swoosh and a couple of cheap beers later, and it's just you know, it's, I don't know. You just summed up college, it. right? <laughs> yeah. Did you start playing really, the it, harmonica yeah. and singing also? Are you, oh yeah, Seagram's Golden Wine Coolers, absolutely. Yeah, it's wet in it. Yeah, it was dry. the return of Bruno, baby. Right, there's a whole album. (laughs) Um, A whole record. Someone said 12 songs by this guy on wax is a good idea. Someone said that. Somebody green-lighted that, absolutely. Um, (laughs) Someone, yeah. Charles Rocket, I don't know. uh, How are you guys doing? It's so good to be here. We're good. I, I I, I can't speak for Cal. I'm fine. Cal's wondering what he got himself into. Cal's like, I thought we weren't bringing this guy back. What's, no, what's no, going Steve on? No, no, Steve always Call the police. Me, so. <laughs> Call the police. No, you're, you're welcome here anytime. You know that, Jay. Thanks, man. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think your appearances, I think your guest, your guest appearances now are, are, you know, look, nobody's John Goodman. Joe Caparoso is sort of Baldwin uh, at this point. But, yeah, um, yeah he, that, that's, that's rare air. He he's sort of, that's he's rare. sort of, Jake could be Hanks. You're definitely Hanks. You're definitely Hanks. Because you come on and you kill it, too. You always come on, you kill it. <laughs> did, you guys, did you guys ever see Mr. Short-Term Memory? Yes. Do you oh remember that? Are you kidding me? Yeah. That was Under, you bring up Hanks. You have to bring up... There are a number of underrated sketches. He was very, very good on Saturday Night Live. He was fantastic. <laughs> including including uh, during a phase when... Saturday Night Live was was all right. I mean, it's yeah. you know we, we've we've lived through a lot of C plus eras that show, and and there are a few a few where you know it's not a, it's not often that the guest host carries the program. Yes. It's usually some sketch that's sort of out of left field, or when you get a little too too you know punchy after twelve thirty at night, you start laughing at something, but <laughs> you shouldn't. But no, he he, Mr. Short Term Memory, the um, the one that he used to do with Levitz, uh, you know the. The, oh, the, the, um, the, the pathetic guy. Maybe right? she will, yeah. and maybe she maybe won't. Maybe she will. I don't know if they had, like, an actual title. It was a sketch that they did a bunch of times, and it was really good. Really good. Fantastic. <laughs> now stepping up to the plate and striking out. Striking out. Not even close. Didn't Not even, yeah. have no, was, a chance. Those were dark days. You had Levitt, you had like Anthony Michael Hall, Billy Crystal. It was just a weird time in the eighties and early nineties. That was a weird time for that show. And my eyebrows come together in an appealing way. (laughs) What? That's that's true. (laughs) Do you have the big question, Jay? Is are you still watching Saturday Night Live? You know what? Um, Not that often. 
Uh, I watched a little bit of the premiere for this year um, uh, with um, what's the guy's name, Chris Pratt, and right. um, it was it was pretty it was not bad. It was pretty funny. It's still it's a show that still has its moments. I think uh, I think Grantland. Um, Never, never much of a Bill Simmons guy, but I do, I do love, I do love his intellectual property. Grantland is fantastic. There's some great writers, yeah. and the big, the big retro they did on SNL over the last, um, tremendous, over the last six months is really cool. I don't know how much of it you guys were able to read, but um, really, really good stuff. And it, it yeah. sort of makes you watch because you sort of want to recapture. You want to try and chase some moment that doesn't quite exist anymore. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I still try and watch it on occasion. I think Cal, you still watch, right? You still in? I do. Um, I I get through it in like twenty minutes now, though, on the DVR. Really? There's not much that's good right now, but like Jay said, right every now. now and then there's a moment. So that's you. Wa- I watch every week because I don't want there to be a moment that I'm going to miss. Yeah. But there aren't many moments. No, there aren't I, many, but you don't want to be the guy that was like, oh, I was watching Mad TV, and, you know, no, right. that would be bad. <laughs> it's not even on anymore, Mad yeah, TV. Yeah, you're watching See, TV there you go. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm up on the, <laughs> I'm still way back in RTU episode number 87, like that's, I'm behind the doctor. So. I've got my tape out, 80, I'm watching. 87 right. is a good episode. Yeah, that's right. I was just watching In the Color. That you guys and, did, uh, that riff you guys did about that cow, that was, that was awesome. Yeah. Your friend tried to Episode make it with a cow? Yeah, um, it was a vintage. It was vintage. vintage. <laughs> That's the one How come we're not getting any flashbacks tonight? How come we're not getting any flashbacks tonight? Why isn't the Prime Minister Sinister Bishop on that? Why isn't he like, playing like, you know, a clip from, I don't know, the time when the Jets were like three and four or something? Like, how, come, how come we don't have that uh, <laughs> queued up? Those were good times. That was, that was, been that on was a, a seven-day drunk. Guilty. I played a clip at the top, but that's. Uh, I, but my internet went out today when I was preparing to put together the really big Johnny Carson Family Ties clip show. Uh, Your internet my, went out. My internet, cable TV, everything, Jay. Everything. It's crazy here. The, the technical difficulty, you know, I think the fact that you guys have made it to 200 episodes, having endured the technical difficulties you've endured, <laughs> yeah. is a statement in and of itself. It's, it's a stupidness. You know, you've had sunspots, internet <laughs> loss, you had that zombie apocalypse that one time. It's it's incredible. And you've managed to you, you've survive. There's been a lot. There have been a lot. I want, while we have you on, I want to ask you. Uh, and bring uh, the Bish back in here. Um, while I have you both here, because this is this is rare, when you guys are in the same true. audio room at the same time. Very true. Is there anything, Jay, you want to say to the Bishop about music, and vice versa? What would the Bishop say to Bon Vivant Jay Linder? Jay Linder, you may go first. I, I, am I asking a question of the bishop, or am I making a statement? Is this a shock value thing? Like, what what am I looking just to elicit a reaction? Like, what 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 are we doing? What's 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 the the framework? The framework here is it, you've got PJ, the bishop, in front of you. You can finally ask him. He's tell tied him. down. He's tied down. The bikini briefs were your choice. I didn't agree. Um, and you in the can, elevator. You can ask him, tell him, or say something to him about music. 
What would it be? What would it be? Man, that's tough. Um, um, did video kill the radio star? Brilliant. That's temporarily. Yeah. Temporarily. My mind is blown. Temporarily. Radio starts I've reached the top of the mountain. I've, I've approached the Dalai Lama, and all I got was an adverb. End the show. End the show. End the series. Series finale. <laughs> what, is, what, what is episode 201 going to be like? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, Ain't going to be no 201. <laughs> Ain't going to be no rematch. He's shaking his head like Creed right now. There's no, there's no uh, doubt. Don't want one. Don't want one. Oh All right, PJ, same question of Linder. Well, not same question, well, but... So my scenario. argument would be actually that that video helped the radio star. Actually, if I okay took, took right. a second to think right. about it. Oh boy, can open Every, worms, yeah. everywhere. worms everywhere. What? Else? Not to say I, that it's radio not, it's itself, not. radio itself suffered, but the radio star did just fine. I see. Getting metaphysical on me. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Seven day drop. <laughs> I don't know. I'm on a seven-day drunk. Now, Feej. I'm on a seven-day drunk. These aren't even my pants. Same scenario, please, of Jay Linder. Yeah. Yeah. Be prepared. For something about Pink Floyd. You might want to let let Feej like walk around the block or something, losing his belt. He's got to think about this one a little bit. He's got to step away from the turkey. I want to ask you about the Negro music. Whoa, hey. Put your finger on the dumb button, Steve. There's definitely not going to be an episode 201. We're done. Try to get them canceled. Are we talking spirituals? No, 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 no. If I had a question am I, for you, am I about kind to of get bamboozled? No, no, Wow. What are we, where are we going here? That is a... Justifiably ignored movie, by the way. Um, <laughs> most of them are. <laughs> uh, no, if I had you trapped in an, in an elevator, I would strike up a conversation and I would say, who are the three artists this year that are being ignored? Who are the three artists this year who, yeah. that are being ignored? Who, Not getting who just enough dropped three fan, Who just dropped three fantastic records and got nothing for it? Who would well, you steer you, me you, towards? What, what are the I'm a mainstream is, shill. Like, I go out and I go you, by Ariana Grande Records. What do I know? Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, um, <laughs> because you, you He's going to let that go. Let yeah, I'm, I'm going to let it go. <laughs> He's going to let it go. <laughs> She's so cute. You know, you did mention um, music by people of color at the top there, so I'm going to... Um, I think ASAP Mob has is renewed my faith in hip hop, and I don't, you know, I don't think if you walked up to ten people on the street, I don't think anyone would know what the heck you were talking about because I don't think they've been properly advanced. ASAP Mob from Harlem. Nice. I would definitely, I would definitely street cred. Um, another band that I think is. Constantly, constantly ignored and underappreciated, and underappreciated is a terrific band uh, called Let's Wrestle. Mm. 
and I'm pretty sure their last album came out in the last 12 months. Um, they're phenomenal. They're, where they have one of the, it wasn't on the record that came out this year, but it was on the previous one where one of the best opening couplets I've ever heard in a song was, um, the two lines of the song was, no matter how many records I buy, I can't seem to fill this void. That, so I, if that doesn't speak to you, Peach, I don't know what will. I just got a little goose bumpy over here. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, um, and I, I don't. I think it, I don't. Think, I not I don't know if this really answers your question, but I'm going to put it out there anyway because I think that people pay attention to him for all the wrong reasons, and I think that people tend to judge the guy before they listen to a single note he plays. But I, I dig the new Ryan Adams. And 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 I think I think if you look at at all the press behind the new album, which came out right around Labor Day or a little after Labor Day, very little of it has to do with music, and everything has to do with you know him or Mandy Moore or drugs or record label clash or what have you, and and no one's really talking about the music, and and therefore I'm can only assume that a lot with many of his records, no, no one's buying it or no one's well, PJ, no, I know you have it, I know you don't like that term, no one's feeling that. I, I tend I tend to turn away from Ryan Adams because uh, he 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 bugs me, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, I probably should give the music a uh, well. That's just it. I, you know, I think look if your criteria for whether or not you were going to listen to an artist was was um, whether or not they were you know a jerk. I mean, your record collection would be pretty slim. Boobs. <laughs> My criteria and, is boobs. You know, and 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 honestly, I think I think if music the music stands on its own, I'm really not that interested in what they're like in terms of their um, persona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sorry, it's a long-winded answer to your question. It's not quite not quite the, the one one-word response you you laid me to waste with. But. I just I if if I can it's go back. Sports show, right? <laughs> yeah, but I I would like PJ. I would like PJ to talk a little bit more about the circumstances that involved him trapping Jay in an elevator. <laughs> I thought he was someone else. Seventy drunk man. That guy owes me money. Um, he, he, one sports question for you, wise ass. Um, the the uh, the the Jeter thing. We didn't get to talk to you around the Jeter thing. And I have to well, ask you. Well, we talked you, about the Jeter thing the last time I was on, and then I was pretty sure you, I was getting treated like Joan Rivers after that. So I, I don't. If you want to talk about it, we can talk about it. But wow. Well, I just want to know if you changed anything about your stance about the Jeter thing. No, no, I, I really, you know what? I, I think it was an interesting experience. I think that that he largely got celebrated for the right reasons. I think that. It was kind of a relief that we really didn't get some serious backlash um, until the very end. And, and, you know, those that attempted it were kind of accepted for who they were, like, you know, like Olbermann. Um, and, you know, look, I watched the last game against the Birds. I saw what happened, our last home game against the Birds, and, you know, the, the game-winning hit. And it was, it was wonderful. Uh, who cares if we threw it right down the pipe, you know? I mean, I, you know okay. how do you, how 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 can you say, for all you know whoever I can't remember the guy's name but the 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 guy that threw um, the last pitch to Ted Williams it could be the same thing you know it, it was a great it was a great game to watch it was a great experience and and it's the end of the end of an era and the end of something that we might not see again um, anytime soon 
And I don't mean that just in terms of, of the Yankees. I mean that in terms of um, a player who spends his entire career with the same organization and, and you know, um, plays with them during a pretty transformative time for both the team and the game. I don't yeah. And has that, that much again. has that much success? Yes. Yes. Regardless, yeah, regardless a, of what huge any right. sabermetician wants to say, or anyone who's going to look at, um, you know, how many times he, uh, you know, didn't get a ground ball to his left, or that anyone in his other position in the last sixty years, based on some mysterious defensive fielding stats by some less than reputable, you know, bureau is going to tell you that how those really guys feel? made sixty percent more of the time. This is crazy. This is crazy. Yes. Game's got a There's, soul. Game's got a heartbeat. Yep. And he passes the eye test, for sure. Yeah, I think so. All right. I think so. So, no, it was great. Cookie, coffee, drink, and cake. Cookie, coffee, drink. Does it have to be one per category? Well, we discussed the fact that cookie needs to be broken down into three categories. <laughs> oh, what were the three There's, categories? I'm sorry. I missed, I missed that. I was too busy uh, um, not being busy. What, what, what are the, what are the store bought. Bakery and homemade. That's right. Oh, okay. Store bought when I was a kid. Nutter butters. Oh, well done. Love the nutter butters as a kid. Oh, Love them. Linda's on fire. Bakery. <laughs> I'm going to go either the large chocolate chip or the classic black and white from Lenny's. Right. Wow. Homemade. He even named. He even named the bakery. He named you the place. believe it. Um, homemade. I think I'm going to go with, you can never go wrong uh, as we approach the holiday season with the good old-fashioned Magic Bar, which is a, a sort of a chocolate-layered concoction that my mother makes out of this world with um, almost, like a, almost like a German chocolate cake-style bar cookie. Wow. Love it. Really good I, want, I want to go to there. Now, any All of right. those, any of those three cookies, would, that would be accompanied by a large cup of coffee with cream, not skim, not soy, not almond, not cream. John Wayne like cream. Like John Lee Hooker, cream. <laughs> Boy, you're, you're psychic on that one. Cream. Um, and a little bit of sugar from um, the Love Cafe, which is the same the same folks that used to operate the Love Coffee Truck down on Wall Street. The Love Cafe is in East Harlem. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. On Pleasant Avenue between 113th and 114th Streets, out of this world. <laughs> That's coffee in New York City. Shameless plug. All right, sir. As far as a as far as a drink, if I'm allowed to give you more than one, I would say I'm going to say a couple. I'm going to say one of my favorite drinks remains um, one of my favorite steak dinners, and that is the Bull Shot. Oh boy! You guys aren't familiar wow. with the Bull? Are you, are you familiar with the Bull Shot? What do you think? What do you think? I'm, I, I would give you. I would say you might be. Yeah. I think they named it after you. That's what I think. <laughs> no, no, the bull shot. The bull shot is sort of like you know. Think of a, blood, a classic Bloody Mary, and, and the bull shot is sort of the Bloody Mary's cousin that doesn't get talked about or really ever invited to family functions because when he shows up, he kind of makes a scene. Doesn't really. You know, there aren't any photos of the cousin on uh, Bloody Mary's house and the mantle. A bull shot is. You take some ice, a little bit of Tabasco, some horseradish, some ground black pepper, a lot of vodka, and beef broth. And that is the bullshit. Yep. 
steak dinner. Steak beef, dinner in class. Good dinner stuff. Class. Beef broth, baby. I think I actually yeah, had beef. one with you. It's possible. I think Pete just threw up in his mouth a little bit. But. <laughs> I had um, a calcium channel blocker just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be one. Um, another would be, uh, I would have to say, um, the old classic old-fashioned, which I have been making for many years, and um, I'm glad to see that it's back in style, but but I actually just made one for my wife this evening. Don um, Draper. Don Draper. It was a nice way to class up our taco dinner. <laughs> and then finally, um, because it is the season, uh, a really ice-cold bottle of Long Trail Hibernator beer um, brewed fresh every day in Vermont. I like it. I like Long Trail a lot. Yeah. Been drinking a lot of there Long Trail, my friend. A lot of Long Trail. So. I, I, love I went it. And, there. And I stayed there for five hours. Did you really? In, in yeah, the yeah, Long Trail I went up, I went up to Vermont? Uh, the brewery. Oh, the brewery. They you stayed there? there? Yeah, I closed the place down. <laughs> <laughs> I took the tour, hung out in the gift shop, and ended up staying in the restaurant and just drinking. I love that place. I love that place. It's 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 much. Not, I mean, it used to be just like a shack attached to the brewery, but now it's now it's that's the real deal. Holyfield. It's a nice place. Um, and it's hard. To, there's only a couple of places here in the city. You can get Long Trail Ale virtually anywhere in New York now. I mean, any Whole Foods, yeah. for example, carries it. But the hibernator, you actually have to look for. Um, there's a spot in Brooklyn that, that I've, I've found it at. But beyond that, it's, um, it sort of makes an appearance in the city and then just sort of vanishes what? as soon as it got here. Sort of like Mari Stoudemire, you know? Come to, come to Bayside, Jay. I got it at the brewery up the street for me. The hibernator? Yep. Wow. Bayside. You gotta Bayside. you gotta say it like you're in Queens though. The Hibernator. Hibernator. The Hibernator. You got the Hibernator. <laughs> By the way, that sounds like a Michelin tire. <laughs> it does. I got, I got Hibernators. One thirty nine sale. <laughs> Jay, uh thank you, brother. Thank you so much. Please come on again soon. Please give the best to the family and um seriously thanks, man. Seriously thanks, man. Congratulations, everybody, and um, all best wishes, and we'll look here's to another 200. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Be good. Jay. Take care. Be, Be well. Good stuff. He drops little nuggets like, came here and disappeared just like Amari Stoudemire. That's, that's pretty funny. Pretty well done for a sports show. For a sports show, he's good. Okay, we should. He's good. We should for any show. All right, uh, we should. Um, let's do our uh, our cookie, uh, our cookie coffee, coffee, drink, and cake. <laughs> uh, and then let's get out of here. Let's wrap up episode two hundred. We've had some great guests. We've had some great reminiscing, walking through the park and reminiscing. Hurry, don't be late. Who sings that song? Who sings that song? Little River Band. Oh, no. <laughs> I know we've talked about this 800 times on the show. Don't care. And every time I forget who sings that friggin' song. I just love the break in that song. We'll go dancing through the night. Is that right, by the way? Is it the Little River Band? I don't think so. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Walking through the park and reminiscing. Should I look it up? I'll look it up. I think, I think no, no, Cal's right. Let's just let's just leave it, Little River Band. Little River Band. 
While you look it up, I'm going to do my uh, cookie coffee drink. Cake. You ready? You ready? Cookie. Store bought. Store bought. Man, I wanted nutter butters. I can't do it now. Sure you can. No, can't have repeats. Come on. 200 episodes. You can do whatever you want. Are you filing this game under protest? <laughs> this podcast is under protest. Yeah, well, it's too late. You've right. got to do it in the first half. Otherwise, it's invalid. Yeah, it's a little riverbend. You're, you are 100% correct. All right. I am going to go with... i got to go Nutter Butters, too. I just love peanut butter. It's obscene. I really just love... Pe- peanut butter is involved prominently... In two of my three cookies. And most likely my cake. Uh, I'm going Nutter Butters. Bakery, I'm going the uh, uh, the Florentine, the chocolate. You know what I'm talking about there. The chocolate lace type cookie that you get at the bakery. The chocolate lace type cookie. I don't know what you're talking about, really. I'm not being wise. How dare you. Now I have to look this up. You can look it up all you want. I'm still not going to know what you're talking it's about. Like, it's like an Italian cookie. Pizzaiello? No, it's not a pizzaiello. Oh, where, where there's there's not much actual cookie crumb to it. It's like a, it's like the super thin. Yes, they're like called pure Florent- they're called Florentines. And they're Is they're spinach in them. There's not spinach. Hazelnut. Ah. Uh, they're kind of like, like a bird's a, nest of. They're like a tiny. Yeah, it looks like a. That's right. It's like a lace cookie. Florentine lace cookie. That's what they're called. That's okay. Florentine lace cookie. That's what it is. How dare you guys question me? Question me. On cookies, no less. I'm not up on the terminology. I guess. Request for clarification. I got your clarification. Hey. <laughs> right here. It's a Florentine cookie. No, that's the clarification. It's a Florentine lace cookie. I, to- I told you, I have it right here. I- I'm looking right at the webpage. Oh, literally? Yes, that's correct. And then the homemade made around the holidays is a peanut butter cookie with a chocolate uh, Hershey's Kiss in the center. Oh, my mama used to make those. Yes, my mother makes those. They're ridiculous. I sit there and I eat 10 to 15 with a big glass of milk, and it's stupid. Stupid. I'm a stupid person when it happens, mostly. Um, coffee? Uh, I could be real simplistic here. I want to say something fancy like a you know a double cappuccino from uh, Benny's in Little Italy or something. But You just said it. Dunkin' Donuts, medium, cream. Now, I'm off sugar. Been off sugar for six weeks in my coffee. This is a big deal. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking yeah. about we're talking about your favorite. Like yeah, no restrictions. Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts. No large. surrender. Dunkin' Dunkin' Donuts large cream two sugars. Let's move on. That's it. Dunkin' Donuts large cream two sugars. Where do you stand on Starbucks? I have a drink at Starbucks. It's a skinny. It's a uh, grande skinny vanilla latte. <laughs> because, <laughs> hey, you know, that's where I park my car. That's the garage I'm parking in. It's nice. And then, um, drink. 
Oof, tough. <laughs> For someone who, like me, who has a problem. Uh, I would say... It used to be a vodka gimlet. Which is... Which is basically just it just sounds fancy. It's not fancy. Just sounds it. Just sounds it. It's just vodka with like roses lime juice. That's it. Uh but I would say a black Russian. I love black Russians. Oh man. Oh man. And those are not, and those are not good for you. Put that on let me put that on the record. Just it's just vodka and Kahlua. It's not good for anybody. Anytime you're drinking Kahlua, Kahlua, yeah. And then, well, I said it that way on purpose because when you're nine into them, you're like, it's vodka and Kahlua. And then the the K goes away. It's just or the D goes away. It's just vodka. Kahlua was like the high the high class bottle in my parents' liquor cabinet when we were little, you know. Oh man, remember your parents' liquor cabinet? <laughs> Very <Yeah>. well. <laughs> there was no, I never did like that. I only did the break in once, uh, but it was it was in a uh, in an end table of one of the, you know one of their their matching furniture that they got for their wedding in 1968. So you can you can just tell in 1987 how you know up to date this was. And it smelled of scotch. Just reeked of doers. And uh, there was Baileys in there. Doers. Johnny Walker Red. Is all standard issue. Right. Kahlua. Vodka, but not a good vodka. Amaretto. Amaretto. <laughs> Come on. How dare you? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they'd take my mother's Italian card away. <laughs> I think the government sent this out. It was yeah. a box of liquor bottles to every suburban <laughs> to family. every suburban Italian Everybody family. Everybody got the same stuff. There was a martini set that was never used, ever. Like with the shaker and the you know and the strainer and everything. They were just waiting for Dean Martin to come over. <laughs> you never know. You never showed up though. You never know when the Rat Pack may come by. <laughs> and there was Andy's candies, inexplicably. Always with the liquor. You're right. Why is that? I don't know. I think Three boxes picked it up of Andy's candies. Of the mints. How about the chocolate-covered cherries? Were they there, too? Absolutely. All in that little liquor and cabinet. That's Am I where you kept any? your decadent stuff. That stuff was decadent, so you, you kept I, it together. Right. Am I missing uh, any liqueur? There was a schnapps, I believe, in there, which was a gift. Clearly not now, purchased by in, them. In my house, the liquor cabinet was the same, but then in the closet, in the coat closet, because it was so big, there was the novelty bottle of Galliano. <laughs> <laughs> Three feet tall. Wouldn't have fit anywhere. But someone gave it to them. And rather than say, this is stupid, let's throw it out, it stayed in the coat closet next to the umbrellas. And any time it was raining out, they always told me, don't knock over the Galliano. That's fantastic. <laughs> My cake is uh, a peanut butter cheesecake from Martha's here in Bayside. 
Very, very good. Cal? Good. Cal? Let's have it. Let's have it. Cookies. Cookies. Store-bought cookie. Store-bought cookie. Iced oatmeal by Archway. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Those are soft. Cal, they have, PJ, PJ they just threw a challenge flag. Blend. Yeah. They're like, good, the soft ones. Oh, they're fantastic. That's a great call. Deep cut right there. Really good. Good archway. I wouldn't didn't think archway. Yeah. Um, um bakery, cookie. bakery cookie. I will take I will take a chocolate chip cookie, chip cookie from any from supermarket, bakery. supermarket bakery. So I like you go to so you like go to ShopRite and you got the package of twenty four chocolate chip cookies. Stop. Turn off his mic. He just said you go to ShopRite. Turn off his mic. That's what I want. I'd like to change my I'd like to change my store bought cookie please. Good. Entenmann's chocolate chip minis. Oh, I recent? I do. Recent or no legendary? old school. No old school. Okay. The the, the brick was smaller. Yeah, the brick box. Yeah, the the will allow it. Yeah, not the not the little mini box that they come in now. I'm talking about the the jumbo. I ate the whole thing. I ate the whole thing. I ate the whole box of them. I can't believe I ate. I just had a thing of milk, and I turned around, and I ate 37 of these little chocolate chip cookies, and nobody gets any. And my mother just bought them, and I'm in big trouble. <laughs> so I'd like to change my answer. Thank you. Okay, back to uh, Archway. Fantastic call. Ridiculous ShopRite cookies, which I love. You don't like that? I love it. Never had those cookies, PJ. You've never had those cookies from the from the supermarket bakery. Uh, uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. No, no. Okay. 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 Well, you haven't lived. You haven't lived. Well, I mean, you try to put them in the shopping cart, and my mother would say, "No, those are dirty. No." Well, no. I you buy them now as an adult. (laughs) You can I'm do not, this now. I'm not allowed to bring home cookies right. now. The great That's thing is his, his wife still says only only if a major company is coming over. <laughs> uh, homemade cookie. Uh, my grandmother still to this day makes the best anisette toast you'll ever have. Mm, I'm jealous. That's anisette toast. I'm going to take that anisette toast and dip it in my coffee. <laughs> it would be a cup of Tim Hortons coffee. Wow, because he is French-Canadian, everybody. And I find that it's better than Dunkin' Donuts. Of course you do. That's because you're a Canuck. Milk and sugar. Very good coffee, Steve. It's very good. It's very good coffee, Steve. Yeah, I know. It is. I I get it. Sometimes there's one in uh, Penn Station. I get it sometimes. Drink. It's not Dunkin' Donuts. Drink. Drink. Or drank. Or drank. When you're getting your drank on. <laughs> what is what is the choice? Uh, classic uh, rum and coke. See, look at you, Hunter S. Thompson. Just. Knocking back rum and cokes. Yeah. I mean, I'll take a beer. But if we're going drink, that's that's what we're doing here, right? We're talking The question was for drink. Yes, that's correct. I wasn't thinking beer. Actually, I wasn't thinking beer. Okay, good. So 
I'm doing it right. I'm doing it right. <laughs> Wake up. And then kick. <laughs> and then kick. Oh boy. Boy. Are you not a cake eater? No, I'm a. I no, love cake. I love cake. So there's too many to choose from. <laughs> is your pause don't right get now. me wrong. Yeah. I love yeah. cake. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to mislead you. <laughs> I would say. A cherry cheesecake, from, from, ju- cheesecake from, 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 no, from the Cheesecake Factory. From Junior's? No, from the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, Junior's, oh my God. That's all right. Junior's has some pretty good cheesecake. I, yeah, I have never had Junior's. I think if I if I was going niche coffee, I would go with Fortunato Brothers in uh, in Williamsburg. On the corner of Manhattan and Lama. Yeah, but we're not. We're not, though. So we're not. So never mind. Sorry. Sorry. Denied. <laughs> PJ. PJ. Yeah. I don't. What's your cookie? What's your, cookie? What's your coffee? What's your, What's your drink? What's and your cake? Cake. He said cake. Cake. Cookie. Cookies. My bakery is uh, the Regina, otherwise known as the Sesame Seed. Yes. Biscuit cookie. Correct. Correct. Not a Schwigadel. Not a Schwigadel. No. Not a Pignoli cookie. No, no. The Regina. No, no. The Regina. Regina. You're like the, the only... My local bakery still doesn't know the name of the cookie. And she works at the bakery. And she works there. Can I get a dozen Regina in a bag? A what? Sesame seed cookie? Oh. You want them straight or you want the S? I want the S. Do you have to ask for them specifically in a bag? Otherwise, you don't get them in a bag? Oh, no. Otherwise, you'll put them in like a cake box, even though they rattle around in there. <laughs> like a pizza box. Put them in a bag. <laughs> She's tying it up with string. Like, what are you doing? It's a dozen cookies. She puts them in a pizza box. What are you doing? This is all wrong. What? You want a cookie? What? Next, please. Can I help you? <laughs> Following guest? Store, store bought. Uh, boy, this is this. It's hard. It's hard. Me. I have I have a big problem with the cookies. I, I promise I won't let any of the other cookies know which cookie you okay. chose. Yeah, don't let it get out. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go uh, with with the Malamar. Oh man, Malamar! I'm a freak for Malamars. Oh, the whole sleeve. Considering just gone. that, just gone. yeah, and that's a cookie around here that literally goes out of season. You can't buy them in the summer. <laughs> and you know when when they come back, I get all giddy. Wow, Malamars! Holy cow! A cookie that's totally lost on many people. They just don't like it, get it, the consistency's wrong. What is this it's thing? The steely is this of a cookies, graham cracker? Right? <laughs> yes, it is. You just don't get it. You just don't get it. It's not a graham cracker. It's not a graham cracker on the bottom. Is it a s'more? Are you, are you refer talking about a s'more? See, you're lost already. It's a Malamar. Steely Dan of cookies. 
I mean, listen to how great it sounds. Yeah, but I, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't know why it's so great. You don't understand. It is the pre-breast implant Playboy centerfold of cookies. That's Whoa. what it is. That's right. I quite went there. A, quite a qualification. <laughs> and your homemade? My homemade are my very own and only mine. Wow. Chocolate chip cookies. First guy to no bring, one else that does up. Them right. bring that out. No one. No one else. No one else does them like I do. Just you. Substitute something, and it's <laughs> if you can get it right, <laughs> bring them on over. <laughs> I'll try them with the chocolate chips. But I like mine. <laughs> they aren't chocolate chips, are they? Chocolate chips. I think he I'm just not issued reveal a, a cookie thing. challenge here on Ready to Unload. We can have an RTU bake-off. I'll preside. I'll judge. Let's get three judges. And if you could make them better, come on over, baby. The RTU bake-off. What's the special ingredient? But he won't tell us. No, no. What, are you crazy? I was trying to trick him. No. Gosh, Cal. Don't you know the Jedi mind trick? It's just, it's just, it's a, it's a swap. I swap something from what the traditional recipe for something else. It's not special. So it could be anything. But it makes them good. Makes them good. It's booze. You're putting booze. My in coffee. There. <laughs> my coffee is it's so reliable, and people will act will kill me for it, but. I like K-Cups, and I like Tully's Breakfast Blend, Extra Bold Breakfast Blend. Unbelievable coffee. It's a, they do it's breakfast blend twice? I'm just, I'm, I'm just, just I'm That's a long being very clear. The coffee. It's the Tully's <laughs> Breakfast Blend, Extra Bold <laughs> Breakfast Blend. It's a blend for breakfast. To be enjoyed... Any time of day, but preferably breakfast. It says that all on the label. It's in 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 the, on the circle of the K cup, it just goes around in a circle in really small letters. It's a spiral. It's a spiral of letters. If you can get to the center. Right. Parenthetical. It's like a Radiohead song. Like there's a parenthetical. <laughs> to be enjoyed mm-hmm. between the hours of 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. Comma. You and can drink it any time. Not to be confused. Don't confuse it with any of the other brands' breakfast blend, like Green Mountain. I won't. No. You go to Tully's. Tully's, oh, Tully's, Tully's. Three times Tully's. That's right. All right. And get the breakfast, <laughs> breakfast blend, extra bold, breakfast, breakfast blend. blend. Extra bold. It's breakfast for breakfast. Blend. Make no mistake, this blend right. is for breakfast. And you uh, okay. dunk your Regina right in there. Sure. Hey! Let's not talk about Duncan Regina. All right, please, please. That's my that's my cousin you're talking about. All right, please. That's right. Well, she she liked it. <laughs> she likes she likes being dunked. The drink. Ah, the drink. <laughs> Cal, Cal's having some trouble. 
my drink. What got Didn't him? Time. It was the drink. I don't know. Gin and tonic with Hendrix gin, preferably. I'll take others, but Hendrix, if you got it, my God. Oh, man. A lot of ice and two limes. Not one. Not three. Two. Not three. No. Two. Two limes, a lot of ice. Hendrix gin. Tonic. Let me ask you, you a question. How many two full limes? Two full limes? Two entire limes? <laughs> yes, throw a big drink? lime right in the glass. Let it splash. Drop it in. Or are you doing the Yell more traditional? before you do it. Yeah. <laughs> the more traditional cutting them into actual wedge. A wedge, wedge. of lime. Wedge. Two lime wedges. Two lime wedges. Like uh, trivial pursuit. Right. So you only need one lime for this drink. You just answered the uh, the literature question. You know who Charlotte Bronte is. You get a lime wedge. <laughs> That's right. Emily Bronte, Charlotte Bronte's sister. Um. All right, I, I'll buy that. How many gin and tonics until you start speaking in tongues? Is it two? Okay, a single gin and tonic is uh, my go-to drink for before I play. That's my steady the hands <laughs> gin and tonic. A second gin about and guitar, tonic, not like poker or I'm something. Like poker. No, 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 uh, guitar, keyboard, performing. Uh, a second gin and tonic will actually get me pretty far to sloppy. That's that's when I will uh, start making really inappropriate jokes and gestures, throwing my arms around you, and uh, uh, usually by the end of the second gin and tonic, I'm actually playing with my face, like wondering, why can't I feel my lip? Can't feel it. So, you know, notorious lightweight strikes again. Yeah, <laughs> and that brings us full circle because that was a tremendous, was a tremendous episode, episode. The notorious lightweight, notorious which is of course your rap name. Of course, your rap name. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Somewhere there are lyrics to that. I don't know where they went. I still have it. I still have that post. I still have that post. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I and think it's the last post on our website, by the way. Well, it was until Billy redesigned it, but he saved he saved that post because it was so brilliant that the notorious lightweight still exists. Um, all right, let's uh, let's wrap it, boys. Wrap it. Whoa, we're sure. missing his cake. Oh, sorry. Oh. Oh, sorry. Yeah, hold on. Come on. All right. Duncan Hines. <laughs> what? The box. Duncan, shut your mouth. Duncan Hines. Golden butter cake. Not yellow cake. You bring me yellow cake, I'll slap you in the mouth. Golden butter cake. <laughs> To be made with butter, not oil. That is specific instruction for all of you. Look, if you're ever going to make me a cake, you remember this. Turn the box over. If there's a picture of a little cup of oil on the back, put that box down. And put it back. Go find the picture of the little stick of butter. I don't think I'll ever bake you a cake (laughs) on account of the pressure you've just put on us. All you got to do is, as my dad would say, all you got to do is get it right. Hey, just get it right. There he is, Mr. Catchphrase. That's it. All you got to do is get it right. <laughs> all right, have a job. All right. All right, have a job. Um, Here, PJ, I've baked you a cake. cake. 
That's right. It'll happen. Uh, uh, sorry, PJ. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'll go get a butter cake. Sorry. Golden. Is, Golden. is this oil? <laughs> Picture you like the wizard. <laughs> Ooh, Daz, bring me a cake with oil. <laughs> Duncan Hines. Duncan Hines. Duncan Sheik, maybe. <laughs> Mariano you it. Buy yourself a box. It's two dollars. I've Buy had it. it. Make Come yourself on. that I've cake. Come on. That's a fantastic cake. Yeah, I do. You ice it, or you just eat it plain. Regular old school chocolate icing, not not milk chocolate icing, not dark chocolate icing. Just the one that says chocolate. You just fudge straight. You, straight you bring up. Him. You bring him dark chocolate icing, he will kick you in the nuts and smack you in the face. <laughs> and pull down your pants. I, I get violent about my sweets. That's why I can't have mud. sugar. I get violent. He breaks three of your fingers. <laughs> I'm going to break three of them. You pick which one. <laughs> PJ, I just wanted to bake your cake. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, PJ. I love, I love the... Amount of times we're baking cakes now in this equation. Like, <laughs> like that's you, all we do is baking cakes. You and I are constantly baking cakes to bring to PJ. It's what I expect. Because it's only what I expect. All, he has all these rules about the cakes. If you bake them for him, if you bring me a cake that has a, that starts with an S, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm going to pull your shirt over your head like a hockey fight. <laughs> and hit you with a bag of nickels. <laughs> He's got different beatings for each cake. Like the Marcellus Wallace of desserts. <laughs> I just wanted to bake you a cake. Again. <laughs> Do you know the difference between baking powder and baking soda? Take this back. Here, why don't you shove it down your throat and tell me the difference? That's right. What what kind of beating do I get for, for baking you a cake with margarine? Well, let me see. Hold on. Oh. I, have a, I, have a, I have a conversion chart here. Hold on. Let me see. Margarine, 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 margarine. That's three toes and a and a sprained ankle, actually. So uh, I get I get to slap your sister. I actually need you to run for this one. And I'm taking your appendix out. <laughs> All right. That's it. It's a cake I like. <laughs> PJ final on those. Straight up. Unload. Key and Peel. You need to watch Key and Peel. They are the, the best comedy team out there right now. Go get the Comedy Central app, download it. Go to YouTube, download it. It's just great. They, they're they just the funniest ever. The end. Cal, final unload. Congratulations to the Islanders tonight on their great win up in Boston. 
breaking a two-game losing streak, back on the winning on the winning track. Excited. Five and two Islanders. And my final unload is, uh, guys, uh, thank you. Thank you for the last uh, 200 episodes. Thank you for doing this with me every week. Thank you for um, having fun with it and continuing to do it, and hopefully we do 200 more. Hopefully we keep doing it as long as we keep making each other laugh and cracking each other up. And a huge thanks to everybody or anybody who has ever downloaded the podcast, listened to the podcast, listened to the show, all the guests that we've had. Um, quite seriously, pretty pretty cool that we've gotten here. And um, Cal, you know, thank you for doing this with me. Uh, and PJ, thank you for coming on board and taking it seriously. And uh, I can't imagine not doing it. So hopefully we continue to go. Thanks, guys. I really mean it. I'm going to change my final unload to what you just said. <laughs> Are you echoing my final? I'm sentiment? not changing your mind. I'm, I'm sticking with Key and Peele. I'm not changing mine. Listen, I if like you bring me fine. a cake, all right, with white frosting, I can't tell you. I don't even have oh something for that. God, if you bring me white frosting, I'll hit you with a ball-peen hammer. I swear to God. It has to be a ball-peen, though. Can't be a regular hammer. White frosting I'm gonna make ball-peen a chart. hammer. This is going to require a spreadsheet to punish me. Please do. You better be wearing a fire-retardant jacket. <laughs> Why are you wearing a helmet while I'm bringing PJ a cake? <laughs> Can I pour it? It's carrot cake. You think you'll like it? I don't think so. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.